He gets it on the boat. Uh-huh. He looks at the fish and he pounds Bam. it in the face. Right in the head. Like, like, like Tyson. Right in the head. Like yep. Mike. We're like, yep. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. He said, what? Yep. And then he did it again and the fish is wow. dead. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the CamCast. I'm Jason Felgerber. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. Today on the podcast, we have Senior Cabin 1991 members, John Provis, Courtney Mann, and Mark Cahan. Uh, But before we get into it, there's a lot going on in the Menominee universe that I wanted to share with all of you. First of all, if you have not checked out the values video series that Dora has been putting together, I highly suggest you go to our YouTube page right now. She has released videos about attitude, determination, spirit, sportsmanship, and an overall Menominee Way video. And she's got leadership and heart coming up very soon. And they're amazing. So please go check them out. You might even be in them if you were a camper over the last year. Um, We have our Chicago reunion coming up Saturday, February 10th at Lumalnati's in Buffalo Grove, where we will be debuting our 2023 annual video. So a lot going on in video content at camp right now. Uh, Special appearances at the reunion from Jeff Toombs, from Fernando, uh, and maybe some others. So please come and join us February 10th at Lumalnati's in Buffalo Grove. Um, Keep an eye out on our website. We're going to start debuting our 2024 counselor profiles this week, so keep an eye out for that. The Super Bowl matchup is set, so check out the monthly megaphone, uh, which is going out Thursday, February 1st, and our social pages uh, for links to the 2024 Super Bowl contest. And if that wasn't enough, this podcast is going to kick off our 2024 podcast series. Uh, we'll be back to posting regular pods for you to enjoy with with alumni, with current staff members, and and much more. Um, speaking of alumni, finally, before we get to it, we have an all-new alumni page on our website. We've consolidated all of our alumni content, information, news, videos to one page, so you can check that out at campmenominee.com. Okay. I think that's plenty. There's a lot to take in in Menominee. It's all really exciting, uh, and we're we're pumped to get into it. So I absolutely love the guys that I'm about to to chat with. They've been huge supporters of of camp for a long time, and um, especially since since I've I've bought it, and I'm so grateful to to them. And they're so great to to talk to. Talk about showing up. These three have come to fantasy camps, to post camps, to father son camps, to actual camp, uh, and their their boys. Mark's son uh, Benji is going to be a camper this year, um, and John and Court's sons Miles and Ethan are going to be counselors this year for their second year. Um, yeah, it's it's great. I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. So here is my conversation with Mark Han, Courtney Mann, and John Provis, dad, of course, of podcast intro guitarist, Miles Provis. All right. We're doing it. We're here. (laughs) Yes, we are. Um, we are recording this live from 
John Provis's kitchen. Second podcast in two days that I've recorded at John's house. Um, all right, let's just let's dive into intros. Senior Cabin, nineteen ninety one. Is that is that who I'm yes, with? Yes, that's correct. Great. It took you a second. Well, you know, we kind of had the math like is we, complicated. Yeah, we kind of had like one and a half, or I mean. Yes. 90 was also a senior cabin. Well, but we weren't allowed to call ourselves a senior Correct, cabin. because we were in cabin two. We were senior cabin light. We were senior cabin. We were the oldest. We were the oldest few, campers. We were the oldest You campers. were the oldest campers in 1990? At 14. Correct. At 14. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, that yeah. I didn't know. There's a lot to unpack here. All right. <laughs> let's do intros first, and then we'll get, we'll get right, into, right into that. Let's go around the horn. Okay. Mark Cahan. Years of uh, camp. 1986 to 1993. And a little layover for a week in '96, which we'll get into in a little bit. Yeah, I wrote down why because all of you have like the <laughs> the this to '90 whatever, and then comma four years later you came back. Um, okay. Yeah, camper concert. Uh, let, let's see where else fantasy camps for probably almost thirty years now. Yeah. Um, post camp for three years, I believe we did the uh, the. The, the what did we call it COVID year? What was it? The, the resort. The resort. Resorts. We did the yeah. resort well, for a week. Uh, Isocation, wasn't that? What yeah, was on that the shirt? was on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a fabulous oh, week, and um, yeah, and uh, up there, you know, in one way, shape, or form, since '86, with a couple misses in there. That's about it. Okay. Well done, John Provis, '88 to '92, with a swan song in '99. That's great. Uh, to Mark's adding on to Mark fantasy camp 30 year probably range father son I think we did eight or nine I think we did no, it as long way over that. maybe over that yeah. I don't know I've lost track we did two post camps late in our career that, which were both fantastic and then we did the resort week um and, yeah and father daughter camp and great point. And the one Asher and, and I did the one and only father daughter camp where we had the entire camp to ourselves, and it was pretty awesome. It was great. And soon to be sugar camp. And soon to resident. be sugar camp Citizen. resident. Hopefully, uh, on the Menominee staff one day. I, <laughs> yes, sold. <laughs> when? Let's go. We'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, my name is Courtney Mann. Uh, started in '87 to 93 with an asterisk year in 96 which thanks to you 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 approved it calling an eighth year which i'm very happy about was that not before i used to say seven but now since you gave me a crack in the door i go i go eight now how many weeks were you guys there in 96 we were there for 1.1 weeks did you pay no We, we got paid but we'll get into that see then that's where it gets shaky well i didn't pay in 92 or 93 either I got paid. Right. Oh, right, because you guys were staff. Yeah, we right. were staff. JC's mm. 92. Okay. <laughs> no, you can't go back now. Well, yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm not giving out years for one week. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. Um, we, yeah, so Fantasy Camp, Father Son. I think Father Son, I think we started the, the, the second year. I don't know how many years Sal and Beers, like, went on their own. So Father Son started in, like, 06-ish. Right. 06, 08. Range. Yeah. The boys were probably the boy, five. Yeah, the boys were five, so we must have started in 11 or okay. 10 or 11. Um, and then 
yeah, a uh, couple of post camps late in the proceedings, and yeah, that that resort week was pretty special as well. Um, with the families, it was like post camp, but even better, sort of. Yeah, because we better. needed it so bad. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great. In retrospect, it was a really great year. Yeah, and even more so for that. Group so that, of staff that I guess that makes everything. nine then, because that was another week. Yeah. So <laughs> how did? Did you all know each other at all before camp? Well, these two well, guys. John, John and I have known each other since kindergarten, I think. Yeah. Kindergarten, yeah. How'd yeah. you guys, did you choose to go to camp together? Was that a part of, no? like, how'd you all find Menominee? Uh, well, my, my oldest cousin went, which led my bro- older brother to go. Who's your oldest cousin? Steve Levine. Okay. And then my brother went, he probably started in 80, I don't know, 80, 82 maybe. Okay. And he went for like six years. So then I went in 86. I remember Glenn coming into, coming into the house to pitch me, even though like I knew I was already you going, were going there, you know, right. brought in the little uh, projector and uh, I was, you know, I had already been up there for visiting day, So that's how I got in. And then I don't know. I, it wasn't like I was heavily recruiting guys that I knew at 10 years old. So you guys could talk about how you get, you guys got there because it yeah i mean i know how i got there yeah and for me it was i went to another camp called wapaka for two years uh enjoyed my stay but it was at a point where i wanted a change and my two closest friends at that age were mark cahan and jeff goldman okay uh jeff goldman went to a camp called thunderbird which was an outdoorsy type trip tripping camp that our daughter asher goes to today and which is just not me and then there was menominee and you know mark obviously went there and Glenn and Don gave, uh, came to our house, gave us the pitch. And it was, I was pretty much sold. I was excited about it. I think I, Court, you and I met probably through Hebrew, Hebrew school or early on, but hands the reason why I, I started at Menominee. Yeah, I started a year after Mark and a year before John. I didn't really know anybody <laughs> specifically that I went with or for. Um, I just, visited um three camps and my sister was at nicolay at the time so you my went up and actually sister. toured yeah i mean I, I glenn was at the house as well and i'm mm-hmm. sure whoever was also at the house but i saw ojibwa and then i went to menominee and then i canceled my visit at kuaga after your trip to menominee correct do you guys remember glenn actively recruiting you like do you remember those home visits yeah, oh, yeah for sure home mm-hmm. yeah those are like yep. pretty memorable i remember yeah. all those. yeah he was pretty good at that Yes, he yes, was. I would he was pretty good so. at that. I mean, he is a passionate guy about the place and, you know, didn't feel like a sales job. Okay, so, like, we've been talking, we alluded to the senior cabin thing. So tell me more about that because, so 91, your senior, what was your actual 15-year-old year? 91. Okay. And you guys were in cabin seven? Correct. Correct. What? Like. I never spent, what? I was never in the senior, we were never in the senior cabin as a senior cabin. Nor were we in cabin 12. I was never, we were never in cabin 12 either. Right. Because they were using 18 as the senior cabin. Old 18. Upstairs 18. No, That's no, no. 19. When I was, when I was there in 86, oh, my brother okay. was in the senior cabin. That was the first year they used upstairs the rec hall. And they called it 18. They called it 18. Okay. And it was, I mean, like, I thought it was like, I thought it was a cool spot. Yeah, but when know, we but were, like, when we were campers. Not in 86, but when we were growing into seniors, 
Cabin 13 was yeah, the senior sure. cabin. Right. And Cabin 12 and cabin was, 12 the, year was before, right. the year before. Okay. Right. And we weren't yeah. in 12 or 13. Correct. Ever. 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 Well, counselor. Counselors and post camps and stuff, but never as a camper. Nope. So what happened? So when you guys, <laughs> when you guys were 14, mm-hmm. were you the captains? For everything was that like a pre senior? There were a couple. Year? There were a couple of older guys. Like Feldy was still there. Yeah, there were. F- I think there were Jordan four Feldman guys. Was there? There were like three guys who were fifteen. Yeah, but they were also kind of young fifteen. Like Feldy was kind of our Chesler, age. Matt Chesler, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so who else was in your senior cabin? Uh, the three of us: um, Brian Beck, Benji Rosen. Adam Freeman. Aaron May. Aaron May. This is the senior cabin, 91. 91, yeah. yeah. Fridge. Fridge. Jason Feldman. David Portman. Jimmy V. Jimmy V, David Portman. Schreier. Schreier. Mark Schreier. Adam's and older f- brother. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Our age. And that's it. Do you know why they put you in seven? It's just fascinating to me that the oldest. Do we know why? That's one of the many questions that we. Konevsky definitely knows. Yeah, I mean, we probably know if we could think about it. I mean, I think we're just kind of like against the grain kind of type of thing, maybe. (laughs) I I don't remember. I remember it being a problem because Kevin Eight was young and. Right, Teddy and Barry were like next door to you, and they were talking about how they loved that you guys were right there because you were the coolest kids in camp and they wanted to like be around you guys but i would imagine as 15 year olds that would not be the most ideal spot well, wasn't kevin seven the summer that noah came up and adam like a yes. couple guys came up late yes. they came we up had, late. and we had bunks yes. and, we had like uh, legit rick bunks in rick brownstein was there for yeah, like two weeks. yeah at the end was it yeah. just steve that yeah. was your counselor yeah. yeah steve was my counselor for i believe three consecutive years really three, three out think, of my four years i had steve it was three out of five for me i think there was a year off i don't think it was three in a row steve had a year off no yeah. Beerman, i think we had, we had Beerman. Beerman. we had Beerman. yeah well you guys had some yeah. studs yeah Beerman and uh Konefsky were my or Konefsky and Beerman were my main counselors yeah. it makes sense that you're still around <laughs> <laughs> um okay so let's go back then what do you guys what do y'all remember from your first year at camp I'll never forget the smell of Scotty Dega, who was who was a <laughs> was very unexpected. So who was a he was like a UW Stevens Point guy or lacrosse guy, um, outdoorsman guy, and he taught me how to shoot archery. Okay, but was like nonstop shirt off guy, long hair and stunk. So every time, Not a lot of every time I'm trying to pull back a bow, and he's like next to me, shirt off. The guy. Dunk. So to this day, if but, you go to the archery range, do oh, you like, I, I always bring up Scotty Dig. But it, listen, you know, you but do you talk, smell it? Like, I mean, you- it's it's just always <laughs> in this nose. That, and I also remember just Mitch Malkus was my was my first counselor, and he was terrific. He was a veteran guy, perfect guy to have as a ten year old. Why? He just you know he knew camp. He loved camp. He. You know, he let us, you know, he would guide us, but he would also let us, let us do our thing as well. And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure everybody in that cabin, I think we we're in cabin three. I'm pretty sure everybody came back the next year. Okay. Uh, I, I, one or two may have gone to Kawaga. So uh, but did you guys, great. so you guys knew each other. Were y'all in the same cabin your first year? Like, I, I did I it take you a while myself. to become friends? 
Not re- no, not really. But we were not in the same cabin my first year. But then year two, from that point on, we were in the same. There cabin. was never a year where I was not in a cabin with these two. Yeah. Okay. So it was a pretty tight knit group. Like yeah. Not a massive group, but a pretty. Yeah. And, and, but and it was it was multiple cabins for for quite some time until yeah. until the ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ninety. Yeah. Like there were a lot of years where I wasn't with back in Freeman. But the we six, still the, yeah. the sixteen seventeen years I mean, right. we were all exactly yeah. exactly. Does anything stand out from your guys' first year? Yeah, well, I go ahead. Well, I had Woody and Gerv as my first year. It's incredible. <laughs> so it's like the yin um, and yang. Yeah, it was quite the combo. Along? I remember them getting along. Okay, um, I'm pretty sure they did. Um, I'm sure there were some stuff, but um, what year was that? 87? 87. So that's Woody's first year. Correct. Okay. Woody and I were first year the same year. Yeah. Um, and Gerv's last. Right? And I mean, it was a great combo for me. You know, it was the best of all worlds. Seriously. <laughs> um, what do you remember from like, what, what was Woody like? What was like first year international counselor Woody like, or is it just the first same? of all, he was, I saw this in a picture recently that was on social. It was like some soccer game. He was like a mountain. He was a yeah. tank. He was an ox. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was so big, and I was so small. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was the first thing. I mean, it was like you know, I had like a bodyguard. It felt like fair, you know. Well, but he was also I, like when I walk around camp with Jeff and Woody, like that's what yeah. I feel like all the time. Right. Sure. Yeah. But then you know, we were talking about this before. He was, you know, he was. He would read to us at night. I can still hear that voice, you know, in the cabin in the dark. You know. Do you remember what he read? Do you he read, read "To Kill a Mockingbird." To he us. did. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Gerv didn't read to us. <laughs> <laughs> so those like those nights off, those are very different cabins. <laughs> That's <right>. yeah. <laughs> okay. What, about I, and, and what I remember about '87 were the biker shorts. There yeah. was there was some some counselor again from like a UW Stevens Point. I don't know what happened, but he, somehow he had the spandex connection, like the tight those tight spandex connections. And there, it was it, it was like the '80s, late '80s, so fluorescent, a lot of fluorescent sure. greens and pinks, yeah. and they were selling them. Like I remember having to purchase them from either Don in Dawn's the Don Discount, Discount Center. Center. Or the guy was like selling them out of his cabin. I can't remember. <laughs> Did but you wear we, them? Oh, of course. Yeah. No, it was great. I mean, I for sure wore them in like a basketball in the Kawaga basketball game. <laughs> That's like hilarious. but like with like shorts with shorts over it, right? Like that was the look. Oh, like the, oh I like see. the tight, oh, got it. the tight biker stuff. Right. With so the it wasn't shorts just over you it. in biker shorts. No, it was definitely not me in biker shorts. No, Gerv maybe. I don't know, but not me. Not me. Oh, uh, I do remember that in '87. Yes. So, what do you remember, John? You weren't there. My, no, 88. Uh, Gary Quick was our co-counselor with Steve Kanevsky. And it was either, it was one morning. It could have been a lazy day Sunday. He took a few of us out to go fishing. And I think it was a pre-taps expedition. It was 6 a.m. Yeah. It was early. Right. And someone caught pre-taps. a fish. Pre- it was a must It was a three-foot northern pike right off first cast of the day. Here's the story. Real quick, the guy. Let's go. We we were a sporty cabin, right? We liked playing the sports. Gary Quick was Konevsky's co that year, and he was another towering guy, like six four. But like again, out more outdoorsy kind of guy. It doesn't surprise me that when Glenn's hiring a staff, he went for yeah, like the Woodies and like these big protection. Yeah, yeah, and you know what, like. 
us coming from the burbs and like not getting out there. Like this guy made it a point. He was like, listen, by the end of the year, I am going to take you guys out on the pontoon and we're going to do like real fishing. And like during like Sunday cookouts, he was like really getting us into it all of it. And I remember it was like, it might've been pre 6 a.m. I remember just getting It was on. in the morning. It was pre-dawn. We got on the pontoon. My first cast of the day was right off of the pier by the, yep. by the boat pontoon th- boat. Yep. And I reeled in a three-foot northern pike. Uh-huh. He gets it on the boat. Uh-huh. He looks at the fish, and he pounds Bam. it in the face. Right in the head. Like, he punched like, the fish like in the right head. head. Like, yep. Mike, we're like, yep. whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. what? Yep. And then he did it again, and the fish Why? is dead. To kill, to, to kill, kill it. it. Yeah, and I think then that we, was kind of like my welcome to, to um, my nominee. That's what he told us, and we brought it up to the mess hall when we brought it in, and they cooked it. For See, us you for can't lunch. do that anymore. You used <laughs> to no. be able to do that. Yeah. Doris, Doris, and crew like filleted it and like fried it up, and we had it for our table for lunch. It was it was great. Joe's taught me a lot about fishing, but he's never told me to punch the fish in the head. <laughs> this was there a might big have been, there, the, fish. There might have been a bat involved too. No. Are you no, sure? I don't remember. No, no. I, really I remember sure. a fist and yeah. bam. Yeah. Right like in the side. <laughs> yep. And that was it. Like, Took that it was like my welcome to Menominee. Yes, seriously. Yes. And I'm glad it was on the water. We ex- we we it's do true. fishing to the extreme. Yeah. Also. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So who would do you guys remember the senior cabin your first year? Like who were the the older kids? Who were the guys you looked up to? Yeah. 86, my year was my brother, Michael. Beers was in that cabin. Matt Goodhart was in that cabin. Howard Indo was in that Ike. cabin. Ike was it? Air Ike twenty three was in that cabin. <laughs> nice. Like big time, like you know, veteran Jesse Port, uh, David Port was in there. There were some good, good character guys, funny dudes. Did you all have like specific older campers that you looked up to when you were younger? I wouldn't say looked up to, but. answering that question like the Jeff Glick that cabin year when they were like Indiana Jones in the temple of whatever that was no it was uh, they were they were G.I. Jew the the greatest American that cabin dominated (laughs) skit night they were they were just a hilarious they were 12 that was that was still cabin 12 because I think it was Gutterman and those guys were 13 but that cabin 12 was an epic cabin they They just made they literally owned skit night every Single Ma- week, Matt Malamed, who was, I believe, the first Nate. First Nate, yeah. Okay, yeah. Matt and Lee, and Lee, Jordy, and Jeff. Gl- like, I mean, Jeff Glick and Zach Klein. Zach yeah. Klein, like, yeah. in the media business, and yeah. like Jason uh, was Friedman. Friedman. Jason Friedman. Like yeah. those guys were absolutely hysterical. Yeah, yeah. They, they were. Would, they like, were entertainers. They would take on. Were there the, any like ones that jump out? Or you just remember it broadly. I mean, G- well, G.I. G- 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 yeah. for skit night. I think it, I think it was like movie, like a movie skit. It was like I a think? movie yeah. skit or TV well, skit, and they went to G.I. Jew, which was hysterical. But they did more than just one G.I. Jew, right? Did they do a couple? Oh, it was a series. Wasn't it? A, was it a series or did it was just a one time thing? I don't recall it being a series. The okay. only other thing I really remember them doing was it was like song night or something, and like you could pick your own song, and I. Th- Pretty sure they took the Menominee song, Robbie Footlick. The the what was it? Bright as a summer or the one? Where, like, yes. Oh, Esther Bender was a rainy day. No, yeah. Shoot, uh, shoot at the deer, piss off the pier at Menominee, <laughs> yeah. and like that that happened, and like Glenn like shut it down, like right as right as those words were coming out of the mouth, like the the rec hall like went silent, 
and Glenn lost it. Piss but off it, the pier got it shut down? Uh, sh- yeah, shoot at the deer. Piss off yeah, the I think deer. it was the shoot at, maybe. It might have been the shoot at the deer. I don't know. But isn't there a song? At Menominee. Is there a song? There's, I don't know. There yeah, there was. Sure. there was. I mean, there was. Yeah. I well, remember those. I mean, medley they, now. And, and I believe that that cabin introduced... The, uh, the whole entire like intermediate and like senior divisions to dice yeah. clay. They had the dice. They had they also had the they also had the Bulls uh, championship uh, music tape. Yes, Zach yeah. Klein. Cassette. I believe Zach Klein had this like cassette tape of. The so did Chicago people bring jukeboxes? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like batteries. Like, oh, like the cabin younger from the one we're talking about was Kinzelberg and Luckman, like that group a year younger, and then it was us. Like like the age groups, the old the two older age groups when we were there, like in our twelve and thirteens, they were awesome. Like we they were they were the electricity at camp. We looked up yeah. to them. They were a lot they were of great. fun. And then they that were gone. Matters, and then they were gone. <laughs> that matters a lot to it have does. Like, totally. guys like that there. Um and then they were gone. Yeah, well, and we stayed. Then they were gone. Who, we're going to get into the, and then they were gone, because I have questions <laughs> about that. Um, so who were your, like, biggest influences overall? Campers, counselors, like, who were the guys? Like, it seems like Konevsky was huge yes, the, for you guys. Yeah. I think Konevsky, yeah, I was thinking about it. I think for me, it's, it was Konevsky, like, three out of four years. And the reason why I went back in 99 was because Steve had just bought the camp. I was just graduating college. I had my, my, I was about to start my job in the fall, and I needed something to do. And I'm like, why not? And Steve has just always been that person, at least for myself, and I'm assuming these guys as well. Like he was just part of us growing up through camp. And yeah, Steve for me. Yeah, I mean, Steve was he was our counselor for all those years as campers, mm-hmm. and that. But he was also, I mean, he was our 16A coach as well. Right. right. Um. So that was a big deal. Um. Obviously, Beers and Woody were huge figures at camp at that time as well, um, outside the cabin. Sal, yeah, Sal, I mean, Sal was, and then, you know, Sal was gone relatively soon in, in our tenure. I mean, he was right. gone in like 89 or right. So who was like, who was running camp at the time? It was Glenn, obviously, and Don. Who were their go-to people? Steve? Steve and Beers. Well, yeah. Bob, Bob Bender when I first started, and then what about H? when Bob was gone, it was Steve, Beers, and H. Yeah. Was yeah. Buzz there or was it Lee? Buzz was there. They were both there. Both. They were Lee, both there? Lee, I had Buzz Lee, early Lee on, and then we had Lee. They were both there. Yeah, yeah they were both there. Yeah. yeah. What was Bob Bender like in the I wasn't late there 80s? when Bender was there. I, I, don't, I, think, I don't think he was there when 88. Bob Bender <laughs> was, you know... He was he was great. I th- I'm I'm pretty sure he had like probably like a physical like a PE physical education background or something of that nature. I think everyone that worked in camping in yeah. like any time before 1990, yeah, right. Gym teachers or some sort of coach he, or yeah. something like he that. He was a ball. Buster. He was intense. <laughs> he was an intense dude. But he, he was, was very like, intense. Like like we were like 10, 11, 12, and like I'm like how old is this guy? Eighty? You know, like he looked very old. Well, that's the wasn't. thing about camp, right? Yeah. Every yeah. when you're a kid. Everyone that's above 40 is 75 years old. Right. Or <laughs> above 20 is yeah. 40. Right. Right. Yeah. And so he was an old, he was an older, older guy, but he was intense. My first fantasy camp, I got paired with Bob Bender at uh, the yeah. Do Over Open. <laughs> and he comes up to the first tee and he's just, I'd never like really known him. And he just rips it down the fairway. And every shot he hit was perfect. I'm like, okay, this, I'm glad that this lives up to what mm-hmm. the legend of, 
this man is. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, going back to so other than Steve, do you remember specific counselors that you guys loved? Or not really? I'd said Mitch Malkus was my first counselor. He was terrific. Um, what about counselors? You, what about least favorite counselors that we had or that we were co- that you had? With? We'll do co's next. Yeah. I mean, uh, I had this guy Mike Maloney my second year in '87. I think it was Beerman. I oh, know. I mean, I feel like after we were 13, we only had Steve. We only had Steve. Right. I mean, we had we had beers and um, Finfer. Ray Finfer, yeah. And we had Steve and Quick. And that was it. And then Steve and, and I had Woody it. and Gerv. Yeah. And then, I mean, it was a kind of a charmed life as a camper. Yeah, <laughs> I ha- I ha- I'm pretty sure I had Mitch in this, uh, I forget his name, but he was a one, one and done guy. And then my second year, I believe I had Tim Yonke. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did. I had Tim Yankee because we were in 14 and 15, which had just opened up. Okay. 14 and 15. Wait, 14 and 15 weren't? I think, I'm pretty sure those opened up around 86. Well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they were open when I was there. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't, if, if it was before 86, it wasn't much in the past of 86, right? Right around 86, 87. We were in 15. So Yankee was our counselor and Slosh, who was his buddy. Oh, yeah. Right. It was Yankee and Slosh they were like son a combo and pair of guys. Right, yeah. Okay. I mean, these were these were the kind of guys that like when you watch like Meatballs and like that like camp movies. Guys. I mean, these guys. First of all, they were great. They were great. Yeah. I mean, but they, like lunchtime, like during like a freeze, these guys were so <laughs> off the rockers. They would like it would be a freeze, and you'd be looking at them. And Yankee or Slash would come to either of the tables and they would hock a loogie <laughs> like in a spoon and like put it up to like your oh. nose, like to not move. You know, those were the kind, like they were, they were crazy in a good way. Cause like you remember that stuff. Right. It was how harmless. Visceral you know? your memories are, like how physical and specific they are. <laughs> I mean, it was those guys, those guys were quality guys. And, and Pat uh, Woodburn. Pat, Pat, well, Pat, Pat Woodburn was there that year and there was another guy. In there was a Crockett. Pat Crockett. Wasn't it Pat Crockett? I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember the first time. He was in I mean, there yeah. was a lot of really good Wisconsin counselors. Oh, Pete Larson was a great yeah. baseball Pistol guy. Pete. Pistol yeah. Pete Larson. The result, he, Glenn did a great job recruiting those UW-Stevens Point lacrosse type, type guys who were quality dudes who, you know, were probably fish out of water just as we were living with them right i mean it sure. was it was a great experience but one of my i think one of my favorite counselors that i never had as a cabin counselor was ross allen one of my first year was oh, i'm like oh my god like ross and woody i've only my heard first year of ross allen i've never ross was like you've never like, met ross allen no this, oh my gosh ross I've allen heard come, all come the to fantasy yeah. camp yeah. ross I'm allen like, yeah he was just like this well, he big woody, guy right? yeah he down at the waterfront shirt off jacked and just was just a really right. He's cool... the guy in the original Menominee for the Boys video that's yeah. doing the yeah yeah. yeah like we called him Gastineau. He reminded yeah. everybody of Mark yeah. Gastineau. Yeah, that's, the okay, end. that's good. Um, quick little story about Ross. Ross was great, yeah. but he couldn't drive very well. <laughs> Even though I believe he might have been a truck driver, he, he was a driver. I think he was a truck driver okay. in England. Yeah, and again. Konevsky was our guy for many, many years. So we had him, again, I'm pretty sure it was three straight years we had him. When we were 14 and we were on the Minnesota trip, they had a Voyager. They had the 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 purple. Nope. A white and brown brown Voyager that fit about 
one probably fit about six kids Mm -hmm. and then the blue van that fit everybody else okay and steve would always have the keys of the caravan and he would grab us yeah come in the the caravan right so we're driving to minnesota and ross in a in a in a in a move to get around (laughs) a truck on one of the highways again this is what is this 1990 1989 long time long time ago uh probably shouldn't have tried to make the move (laughs) and uh he was like behind us we're like no way he's going no way he's going and like we watched this whole thing happen he kind of like so the blue van like the, the the voyager made it perfectly fine with steve Ross had a little uh, iffiness there and had to go on the shoulder for a second, doing about 70 on the shoulder for a little while Oof. with a truck swerving out of the way. And, like, you know, everyone's we're alive. To, we're all here to say it's okay. You know, yeah, but we're all here. Do you have any like bonkers Steve stories from like when he was your counselor? Like, what was, what was Steve Konevsky like for all those years as your counselor? Huh. You don't have to Different. answer that. I, I could. <laughs> So I remember him teaching me about real music because okay, I yeah, listened to sure. his hip hop as like an 11, yeah. 12, 13 year old. He had a, he had an audio taped 105.9 WGCI, WCKG, was like the classic rocks, taught me all about music. Sure. But he also taught us as we got older and he would take that Voyager or the van and take us into town, especially on the trips, he would go into Hardy's. And we'd all follow him, and he had, and right at the Hardies. time, at the time, this again, this is eighties, nineties. He had a fanny pack, and Glenn must have given him a, a bunch of cash, right, okay. to pay for those meals. Whereas now you could, you know, rip a credit sure. card or whatever. And I just remember he would walk in, and we'd all get in line, and he'd go in front, and he'd walk up to the counter and says. Does driver eat free? <laughs> and if they said the driver does not eat free, we would all get back in the car and go somewhere else. Oh, that's why we always was, went to Hardee's. Right, and, we, and we'd always go to Hardee's because he knew that the, like, the driver would eat free and he'd pocket the $12 or whatever that it was. That's your $10. That's great. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's amazing. So when but, I go, but Steve was different. I mean, Steve was different as a, as mm, a counselor. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it was. He and Beerman were, the, the two of them were yeah. hysterical. Like, they were, I mean, my, 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 my Steve story was, I think it was, bef- I'm not sure which 16A game it was, but it was the crumpler fold, mm-hmm. you know, pregame talk sure. before the game. It's and a that's, classic. And yeah. I, to this day, I still use that, you know, conversation with, you know, I did it with when I was coaching Miles hockey teams or whatever that was. It's oh, a did gr- you? You brought it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a great, it was the second it's a game. great story. It's a great no, conversation. That was the first game. Mm. Hundred percent. I remember game. it being. I feel like it was the, at camp. Yeah, it was at camp. And we got smoked. It was the game we got smoked. Dude. No chance. It was the it first was. game. Wasn't it was at it camp? Was, I mean, he might have recycled it for game two since it worked for game one. <laughs> I, I remember yeah. it being game two. So let's well, just. When you say game one, okay, what so are you talking about? So we'll get into oh. this now. Let us get into this now. Get I mean, this it? is really yeah, just do it. The, the, okay. The, okay. The trilogy. Nineteen ninety. All right, I'll get started. Yeah. So. So we alluded to this before. In, in when we were 14 years old, it was our first year as seniors. There were no 15-year-olds. There were no 16-year-olds. What happened to those people? They stopped coming. Um, the, it, was, it was the Friedman-Jacobson crew. They d- did not come back for their senior year. Nope. So right? literally zero senior cabin members. Correct. And zero CITs. Yeah. And no, 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 there were. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then so Kinzelberg's when group. So when you guys were 14, you were the oldest kids in yes, game. Correct. Kinzelberg's group should have been in the senior cabin. Right. And Malamed should and have Freeman, been. Those yeah, guys so they should. did come for their senior cabin year, but then they stopped. Yeah. Did you ever think about not coming? No. No. Okay. I don't think so, no. 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 Did you? We also you, felt we were in our own little. I think we felt we were in our own little bubble because of Steve. Fair. Yeah. That's a. Yeah. Yep. Big part of it. It like, was. If you have a guy like that that's in your ear that's getting you like, hey, I got you guys. Hundred like, percent. Right. I mean, you guys we, are with me. Yes. Like no matter what's happening out, like that's a that yes. matters. And I think that was a real thing. Yep. Yes. Were you close enough with the guys that you're older where you actually like talked to them? Like, no. It just wasn't a thing. You were coming back. That was it. It didn't matter. Yeah. Right. Nothing else mm-hmm. mattered. Right. Yep. Okay. So when you were, so how did, all right. So then talk about your 14 year old year. What were we, we were getting into? Yeah. So, so we obviously went ahead and played Kawaga. Yeah. Um, and they had 16 year olds. They had 15 year olds. They had 14 year olds. A lot of whom we were very close with. Yeah. Um, I believe the 16-year-olds were not allowed to compete. But the 15-year-olds were. Why not? Why? Because it just... The age discrepancy. We, we, had, we, had, we had 12... We had, what, 15 kids? It just... So I mean, I don't, I don't recall that, but it certainly could have been the case. Yeah, could have been. I don't remember that. Do you remember yeah. how many events you all used to do? We had about, I would say, 12 or 13 senior events. Okay. Maybe 14. That year. I mean, that year. That year. I think we lost, like... We lost 11 to 2 or something yeah. like that as seniors. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, when you're playing against two yeah, so, or three so the, And the 15-year-olds, by the way, were at Coaga were very, very good. And the mm-hmm. 16-year-olds were, you know, uh, it would have been. So this was 90? So 90. this was 1990. Yep. Did we win the cup? We lost the competition or we won? The no, we won. That was 1918-1, was wasn't it? Or No, that was 89. That was 89. That was yeah. We won 90. That was the Batman year. Right. So I think we the, won the 90, yes. The jerseys looked like Batman. We, we won 90. 89 yeah. was Batman. Yeah, 89. Yeah, right. So yeah, we already yeah, won. Yeah, yeah. 19, 18, and I think we won in 90 as well. We did win in 90. That was the yeah. back-to-back. So despite not having any seniors, y'all still... Well, the, well. The, the, the kids younger than us, like the intermediate division was, was strong. Yeah. It was, they were very solid. And the juniors were young and solid as well. So what was the game one, game so, two, so, with so, thing? Yeah. Was? So we're 14 years old, and I, this is like sort of fresh because you know the my boys are around that age i mean i was looking at them when they were 14 and thinking of myself as sure playing 16a and watching them play last year and stuff i mean we were tiny tiny we i mean i could barely get the ball to the outfield it like it matters when it, you're that like puberty 100 percent. like it's not easy to i I, I would say that and obviously i'm wildly speculating but i cannot imagine being a heavier underdog right in his in the history of 16a at kawaga okay 14 years old playing and, against 15 year olds and after losing pretty much every event we competed in, in up until that point did the right? game met was the competition over at that point and you were just playing for you i think so probably i think so because 1918 was the year before so we must have been up by enough right. that it didn't matter uh, so Steve was our, our our coach, and David Portman was our starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing left field. Yeah, you played short. I was short. Was and the sh- whole team fourteen year olds, or did you have to? No, bring we had thirteen year olds. Yeah, Scott Eisenberg played short center. Scotty Eisenberg 
was short and set. Shelby. And I think Shelby Lewin was third base. Third, yep. Yeah. Right, so we had a no. Couple, he was first base. Oh, first base. Schreier played third, oh, and I played. Second. So we had a couple thirteen-year-olds on the catching, team. Doc was catcher, yeah. and we had to go play at Coaga. Uh, do you guys? Does the sixteen eighteen play on the like? Do they play on that field where like the swamp is in right field anymore, or do they so play somewhere else? They flipped like they, it. So I well, did f- when I was a camper, and up until like three years ago, it was yeah. The backstop was the. The one with, the, with like, the Indian, yeah, by the road, yeah, yeah. huge Indian head, yeah, and right field was the swamp, right, yeah. yeah, good field. That was yeah. other a, than yeah. right field, yeah, other, other than, than right field, field. It was a good field. field. But what porch. they did they the last two years is now the backstop is the one in the other corner. Mm. So if you go center field, like deep by their archery yeah. range, and you play interesting this way, and you just you don't have the hill to watch on, yeah, yeah, I don't know, it's, yeah. That whole area is yeah. just... Well, we were freaking out before that game, for sure. Yeah. I don't remember the, the crumpling that game, either. but I just remember we were like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, pretty intense. Yeah. Um, And we wound up winning that game. 7-3. Seven, seven, seven to 7-3. F- seven, seven and it was... Uh, what does the ball say? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was 1990. It was Andrew, that was the Andrew Dice so, play summer. It was Dice, but, it, but it was MC, MC Hammer, Hammer yeah. had, uh, we, you can't touch this. You can't touch and this. And I, think, I think they must have, their camp must have been playing the song like in, a, in, like, in like a jukebox. Like Wasn't a, it on their jerseys? Wasn't it on their senior ball jerseys? Oh, right. They had a senior ball, can't touch us, or yeah. something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. So on their ball in the mess hall, if you ever go in there and you check out that ball from 1990, it will say dice on one side and the other side. I think it says we touched them or we, yeah. we, tu- or we, we touched, touched, we touched, or we touched something about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was unbelievable. Like that, like the next like two weeks of camp, we were on like awesome. cloud nine. We like, a, yeah. I'm sure. Amazing, believe what just especially happened. Especially if you get smacked around for a couple totally. days and then you have that game and you still win the whole thing. And like, so it was on a, their turf was, yeah. it was, it was, awesome. it was a major upset. I yeah. mean, as much as we are in cloud nine, those guys were Definitely devastated yeah. on that side of the. I'm sure you guys town. had a lot of friends. We did. Oh yeah, on we the did. other side, we yeah. didn't do. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So so the next year was so then we so then the next year we're 15 at Menominee, and now we're playing the second of the series at Menominee, and this is where I remember. We were really nervous. We were we were very tight for the that competition. Game. Aaron I think May was, was like much. our the competition was over fielder. too. We had yeah. Doc Bernstein on the team. It was a different team, and I think a lot of us were nervous, and Steve sensed that we were very nervous right. before this game and sat us down by the counselor parking lot. Right, exactly. That's exactly and what I remember. And he looked around, looked at us. We got in a circle, and we're all like, what's he going to say? He's like, let me ask you guys something. You, do you fold or crumble? And we're like, what? Like, I just remember looking crumble at Crumble or fold. Crumble yeah. or fold. And we're like, what? He's like, when you, when you, when you, when, when you go to the bathroom... Number two, do you fold the paper or do you crumble? And like it got us all out of our head. We were laughing. We calmed down. Um, it was hysterical. And then we lost like we, what, 21 to 2 or something? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it got, was. Well, what, we what got was smoked. That story was leading up to such a great place. Yeah. What, what happened a, was what was supposed to happen the year before. Exactly. Right. I mean, it was, right. it was basically the same teams. Right. And they were. They were better. I mean, they were better in in 1990, and they were better in 1991, and they came out and smoked us. I mean, it was we were probably a little bit more cocky because we had just no. It was literally a talent thing. I mean, we shocked the world at the previous year, and then 
it, again, it was they didn't have 16 year olds in, in the previous year. So it was the same two age groups, right. basically. And, you know, they played like they were supposed to. And we didn't have enough to compete. And I mean, it was like one of those 16 inch games where it was, it was like, over after. The I would game. imagine they were pretty was, motivated, like the competition oh, was sure. over and they're oh, yeah. like, yeah. these guys. Like, oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, yes. So then that leads us to the, the third match. part of it, which is the oh, rubber the match. Okay. So now we're 16, yeah. and we're not CITs. But we're, I'm confused, because when you were 16, you guys were counselors? Yeah, we were, we were JCs. We were junior counselors. So how 92. are you playing? Because that was part of our deal. I mean, look, when we grew up at camp, it was always 16 and under, and we weren't sure. really willing to give that up just because... He maybe didn't have the counselors, didn't mean that we had to give up our last year of competition. Because our friends at Coagua were all CITs and they were going to compete. Right. So we, they were CITs paying campers. You guys were counselors, full counselors in cap. I mean, you were JCs, but yeah. you were like, or was it kind of a middle? Uh, of, Cody Wickersham was my. Were, were we paid that year? Was it like the NIL? Little. I mean, <laughs> maybe. I mean, we weren't paid we, much. We weren't paid a lot. Uh, right, but, but you didn't, your parents didn't have to pay for no, you. They, they did not pay for us. They did not pay for no, us. No. We did. Were you the first? 16 year old year f- that this happened i mean i guess there weren't everything the, we we always right, knew yeah. yeah yeah i think so yeah yeah interesting yeah the rubber mm-hmm. match take it away so um we've we've we i think we had gotten a lot better i mean we had yeah. i mean i don't know i was a late bloomer you know we had gotten a lot better we might have had a couple of reinforcements come up you know, midsummer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we felt pretty good, and we felt like we were finally sort of on even ground, right? Mm-hmm. And it was tight early. Mm-hmm. We had, um, like maybe it was two to one or mm-hmm. one nothing, and then two to one. Um, and at Quagga, at Quagga, yeah. Um, and who was pitching? Peter was pitching, right? Peter Glick was pitching. Yeah, Peter Glick. Yep. You know, yeah. it's pretty rare. That people get to play three 16A games, yeah, pretty much with the same guys. Like yeah. that's kind of a cool thing. You don't, you never get that because yeah. your 16 year olds, like it just doesn't have. You don't get a 14 year old that plays 14 sometimes once in a while, but not with all the same right. guys. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, at some point in the first inning or the second inning, Steve, you can ask him about this. I'm sure he'll tell you. <laughs> stole their hit and run sign. Okay. So he was like, he was jacked up, jacked up. <laughs> and I don't know if that came into play on this play, but there was a ground ball to me. I was playing third and was playing first. Yeah, I had moved the first that year. Thanks yeah. to Matt Goodhart, his expertise. He taught me how to play first base in like two weeks. Yeah. So there's a ground ball to me. I throw it to Kahan. He's out at first. Kahan guy comes around second, full speed. One of their you know, legends, Peter Krug. Yeah. Um, can <laughs> throws it back to me. I tag him. He's out. H calls him out. H is refing. Sure. Humping. H calls him out. He pops up and swears right in H's face. You know, this is blah, blah, blah. F you a lot of yeah. F bombs. I mean, it was of, like in a, front of like both camp. Yeah. Like everyone was there. All, it was, it was a tense moment. It yeah. was a tense. Yeah. H immediately throws him out. Okay. And there's a whole, you know, hullabaloo. They eventually huddle up as a team and walk off. 
But what was left? They walked but Sh- up what, towards was the Shiner cabins. coached? Was Shiner the co- Shiner was not coaching? No, Korak but, was. Korak was Gabe's Gabe's, Gabe's yeah, cousin. Cousin. Yeah. 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 Tex. Oh, it wasn't Gabe. Tex. No, Tex. Gabe was no, Gabe was like you know. Okay. Tex Gabe's cousin was Tex. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh Shine, and then Shiner made the detect. Made the no, no, I, I no, I'm not going to put that on Shiner. I mean, Shaywitz readily admits that oh, really? he and them got together and said, "If he's not playing, we're not playing. We're done." Right. Yeah. So they walked. They walked the, out. They so walked to tough. their cabins up up that road from the field, and we're just throwing the ball around like, "All right, they're going to come back in like two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes." What's Glenn doing? I don't remember okay. honestly. I think I, he was there. I mean, he I must he, have been. Like, yeah, I'm sure he was there. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure H and the it's other the last ump, thing in the competition. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. H and the other ump were probably talking it through. Steve was probably talking to them, and we were just trying to stay loose, throwing the ball around. Did they come back? No. no. That was came, it. That was, that was it. never came back. Wow. What were inning we, were, was we, it? were we winning? It was the second inning, up? and it was we, two to one. I think we were winning. We were yeah. up. Two second inning. They just yeah. walked off. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, this is three years into this trilogy of us, you know, every lunch period arguing, you know, in the cafeteria, yeah. you know, about Junior the first high. game yeah. and the second high game. School, yeah. High school. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. right. The Quagga guys. guys. So, like, like yeah. over time, like, what were those conversations like with those guys on that team in the offseason? Well, in, before the walk-off or after? After. I mean, it's been the same thing every time. <laughs> right. I mean, it's the ultimate <laughs> trump card. You know, the, the, uh, uh, right? We, like no uh, one's explaining it away. They're like, "Yeah, that's what we did." Correct. Right? They're yeah. they're saying, "Well, listen, that's how tight we are." Okay. Yeah, you know, solidarity. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and this is sort of where the asterisk comes <laughs> into yep. play. Sort of, it is the asterisk yeah. for this for, for ninety six. Ninety six. Okay. So we had left after 93. A bunch of us kind of called it quits, like, for our careers. Well, we, all like, we all did. Yeah, I mean, what were we, going into junior year or senior year? No, we were going, going into senior after senior year. It was the summer after senior year. Of high school? No. Yeah. No, it wasn't. We were going into our senior year. We were going into. Oh, really? Yeah, that's early. We, you guys we were going into our senior year. You well, that's why all... it's 88 to 92, right. 87 to 93. Really right. all on staff right. only a couple of years. Correct. Right. Yeah. Two, we, I was a, we were counselors for two years. Right. I was one, and, yeah. um and so we had all decided to leave. We just, it just wasn't feeling right for any of us at that point. And we all went on with our lives, fortunately or unfortunately. And <laughs> then in 96, I was intern. I think I was interning at like the score or W it was called WMVP AM 1000 at the sure. time. Court was probably down in the city doing something. Yeah. And uh, Glenn gave us a call. Probably early, mid-June. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And said, uh, I have a proposal. Why don't you guys come up? Come up. You know, and I think I've heard you say some of this in some of the other podcasts where people talk about the competition. Like, it was really, like, Glenn was very, very competitive oh, with, sure. with this, with this uh, competition. Like, really competitive. And, like, I think he recognized that he did not have the staff up there to deal with certainly softball. And he said to Court and I, do you want to come up and stay in the staff cabins by the mess hall for a week? I will pay you. You won't have a cabin and you'll teach and coach what? 16 a and 11 a, I think it was 11 a and 16 B. Oh, was it 16 Right, because this, so this is where it ties in to Barry and Teddy were telling me the story yeah. of, like, 
96. It came down to 16A, but we were chasing one going into 16B. And there was like 16B1 in dramatic fashion with like Harley Rosenthal throwing one to Barry, who tagged a guy out at home plate. They have very vivid memories. Well, we didn't coach that about team. This. Um, I, I don't remember really and then who we 16A coached. 16A winning at Quagga. Well, then maybe we did coach 16A. With Doors. Because Harley's my Jimmy. cousin. I would remember coaching no, they, him in that they game. Said, <laughs> they said that uh, uh, Abrams Matt. coached. No, no, sorry. Greg. Our, Greg, yeah, Greg, Greg Abrams coached 16A. I think that year that that could be. Did he coach with us? Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. But but it was it was it was come up. You know, help help lead us through the competition. Coach softball, get us ready to play. And by the way, I've got a counselor game scheduled against Shiner. Exactly, and that was that was the draw. I got I have a counselor softball game because at the time. Those guys were still still on staff staff at Kawaga. The guys we had played in those 16A games. Did you win that game? So, so (laughs) it was, it was, it was an, it was an ugly, ominous day. Remember it was gray. It was starting to rain. We're like, oh my God, we came up here. Are we going to change the day? It was probably our last night there for sure. Probably. Right. And the game was played in Manaqua under the lights in Manaqua. And it was it was raining. raining. It, it was, was raining. It was a good rain. I mean, and Jordan, you know, for uh, for whatever everybody wants to say about him, and I've got plenty to say about that guy. He he was not gonna cancel this game. Like he was not canceling it. Neither was Glenn. And I just remember going out there. Maybe we had one practice with these guys. Yeah. Maybe. And I remember getting on that field before the game and looking around, and I knew Courtney and maybe two or three other guys. I don't even remember who's on that team, yeah. but a bunch of guys I'd never seen before. Yeah, we had never met. Never met. And I looked at them and said, you guys have... Which is interesting, because like you would have been counselors for their like junior year, some of those guys. Right? I don't like, remember there being any... Or they were all like random one-offs. Yes. Correct. A lot of random one-off counselors. Yeah. They were pretty good players. Which is yeah. kind of why he needed us to That's come up in the first place. Yeah. Right. He didn't really have the veteran guys there. So I, I mean, Greg must have played. Abrams right. must yeah, have played. Yeah, Greg must have played. And I just remember looking at these guys saying, you have no idea who we are, but I am just telling you, you better play the best <laughs> effing game of your lives right now. And like, you I'm just don't you know. I that verbatim. Like, it, I don't was, think it was intense, and it was raining the whole time. And yeah, we wound up beating him in the... Top of the seven. Yeah, there were there are two there are two things that 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 stuck out for that from in that game. One of them was you know I was playing third and Kane was playing left, and that you know at, at, at one point Shiner, who also coached me as a sophomore at Highland Park in basketball, um, hit like a pop up to like out foul territory in between me and Kahan, and I'm running back towards the fence, you know, catch it over my shoulder, and Kahan's like right there, and it was just like. <laughs> crazy intense and then the other thing that happened was there was another controversial call and h was humping again that seems to happen a lot yeah yeah what was the contract there was a a close play at second base and you know it was raining and everyone was sliding around was muddy and yeah you know and i'm pretty sure i I could be wrong my brain is jello now but I, i'm pretty I don't know. Sh- your memories I, of this stuff is i'm pretty, pretty sure i i was up with a guy on third base with like an, an one out or something and i just pushed it over to second base i may have even it might have been like a sacrifice ground ball yeah which which absolutely now that i'm like talking about it and thinking through like so like completed my circle right. of 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 softball at camp menominee because <laughs> when i was 10 years old 
Konevsky was my 11A coach. I'm Bob Bender. It wasn't Bob Bender back then. It was Senior Diamond. And we were in the bottom of the seventh. I was a 10-year-old on that A team with Kinzelberg and Robbie Footlook was at Robbie Footlook was at first or second base. We had two outs. And I was up and Steve pulled me aside and said, You need to hit this ball to the right side of the field as far right as you can without going foul. And I took a line drive right over the first baseman's head, landed on the line, and Robbie Footlook scored. And that was the start of my softball whatever at camp and then like to do that at the end it was like okay we're done like like Courtney and I, we were done him up. like yeah we were done it was it was, it was a great way to, f- to finish that whole what were you doing this whole time i had a job working <laughs> in a warehouse in chicago <laughs> um okay that that was a great tangent and really good stories um by the way you can't say your brain's mush and then like complete a full circle moment of like ten year old softball to nineteen year old. He's got a pretty good memory yeah. still. Um all right, so let's do let's do this. What um would you change anything about your experience as campers and staff? I mean I, I you know, it would have been nice to stay longer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um you know it's easy it's you know, I'm I'm looking at that through a different lens and than, than I did than I do, you know, back then. But um, and I wish I would have started earlier. I mean, I was 11 when I started. I could have easily started yeah. sooner. Yeah. Um, you started young. I started 10, but that was like that was like the age back then. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it was. It was all eight. Right. There was no four right. It was week. all there eight. Was, there was no okay. four week. There's no two week. There's no six week. It was eight weeks. So when like, did they name the senior diamond for Bob Pender? I mean, I don't know what year it was. I was certainly there when it when it happened. Yeah, um, we were there. It was. Le- I think it, was, it had to have been early, like. Maybe ninety one. I think I was still. Yeah, there. I mean, listen. I remember. I remember the Bob Bender ceremony. I remember the Al Lewis ceremony. I remember seeing Al Lewis for the first time in my life. He was like, not there when you guys were there. Who? No, he? Al Lewis. No. Was, he was uh-huh. there for that ceremony. That must have been eighty six. He was there for that, that ceremony. Okay, I remember. I remember that. Um, but yeah, I mean, going maybe a little bit earlier, um, and staying later. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I'm envious of like the Doughboys and that group that they've been going to camp that they were there for 10, 10 years. Like, I think you know, if we were if we were there for ten years as campers and counselors, that would have been absolutely amazing. Um, just obviously didn't work out that way. But um, yeah, I mean, if I you know go into another camp for my first two years, you know, I, I I don't have any regrets. But I think you know going in eighty six and eighty seven would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, we were kind of like the Jerry Krause, like Bulls team. Like we wanted a couple more years and, totally. didn't, and didn't get it. Like yeah. I, I easily could have, could have been a counselor there, maybe For even sure. through like my first year at college. Yeah. Like we, yeah, we we really have like a like just a powerful connection to the place, right? Absolutely. And, you know, it's unfortunate that like it got those, cut short those things happened and, you know, everything happens for a reason right. and there's no hard feelings at all. And it is what it is. But, but you've kind of made up for that with fantasy camp and oh, yeah. your presence at all the other programs. Oh, yeah. and Oh, for sure. Fantasy camp, father, son, sending our boys there now. Like, yeah, it's just right. the greatest thing ever. I mean, it's, right. it's kind of cool. Like five years ago when we did this here, like. Miles and Ethan just had finished their like second years, yeah, maybe probably at camp. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if you guys started father son yet. Maybe you were maybe. like right there. 
um, yeah, now they're going on it, seven, eight years, and yeah, it is so it is so staff. crazy to watch them going through it, right? And to like sit at home and look at all the pictures and like know what they're doing, just with the you know some of the stuff that you know, you know, this is green and white, and this is Message to Garcia, and this is. It's just so cool. Man. I just think it's awesome that, you know, the friendships that they have formed since they started going to camp are similar to what we, you know, have till this day. And, you know, it's something that they will just carry with them. Well, your kids, for the rest yeah, of their, lives. their age group yeah. is one of those, like, every few years you get that unicorn yeah. age yeah. group. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell people, I mean, we all have friends and different friends different sets of friends i mean there's no question that like my camp butt guys like this whole camp crew that we have like on our on our little fantasy camp chain yeah. of like you know who, who's the youngest probably the auslanders, auslanders. the youngest yeah. at like 45 Five. Yeah. up to the teddy, teddy cone caruses who are like 57 ish so were like, those guys even at camp or on staff when you no. guys were there or no not me Ted, teddy cone was Gerv was, um, Karis was for Mark, but not no, for No, he wasn't for me. Oh, really? No, he had okay, left so the year. He had Karis the, is the only, last year. Karis and Willie are the only guys, and well, and Jimmy. Um, Willie was there my first year until he got kicked out. He got, yeah, yeah, Willie Simbrough got kicked out. I think he had some, like, porn or something in his cabin. <laughs> like, you know, like, like he had magazines, you know, like, like whatever. I Isn't mean, it it's just that, so like, crazy. His nephew is in Simon Senior Cabin yeah. this year. It's kind of like yeah, it all. It's awesome. Right. His nephew. Yeah. Remy. Remy. Oh, wow. Um, so, like, you know, those guys, like, there's no question that, like, those guys from camp are my tightest friends. And I tell people who ask me all the time, oh, should we go to overnight camp, all this stuff, and my son goes there now, my daughter's been going to Miramita for since her sixth year. Her friends, are, I believe her friends, her closest friends are her camp friends, and I really think it all just boils down to, like, social media at home, no social media at camp. No, like they're on their own there. And so like when they have an issue with someone, cause they will, and they have to wake up next to that person the next day, there is no going to mom and dad. There is no going on their phone and, and bad talking somebody. And like, they have to just deal with it the next day. And I do think you get a little closer to somebody at that point. Right. Um, I also think that know, like it's wild with camp, you're choosing to go back every year. And at a certain point you're choosing to be with these same people and you get to kind of be in that safe space versus school. You like have to go like, these are the people you, that you're going to school with. And these are the social dynamics that you're in, give or take different social groups, but like camp, you're making that choice. And when you get to your fifth or sixth year, those are your people that you're, yep. you're yeah. What I think with. is, cr is so cool about like our experience with camp is to your point, like a lot of these guys that we consider our camp crew, we didn't even go to camp with, right? You know, and it, but it's it's fantasy camp and the other programs that we've right committed to that now we are camp friends. You know, like it, it's right. It's like a net the next generation of camp friends. It's right. kind of cool. Yeah. It's, it's um. All right, let's get into some of the fun stuff. And like, are you guys down to keep going? Is anyone sure? Sure. I got nowhere to be. I, mean, <laughs> I could use a refill. Uh, you you want to take a break? Yeah. Sure. Let's do a refill right, let's, break. Let's take a break. Okay, we're we're back. Um, Shalom, everybody. <laughs> uh, okay, I want to do some of the like. Let's do camp grudge. 
This is one of my favorite ones to ask people. And if you've thought about this at all, I prefer it to be as petty as possible. But if you want to make it like actually not, like my favorite ones are the ones that the guy that was a green and white captain still holds on to the one kid who dropped the balloon <laughs> or like took your spot on this team. That's like totally out of that person's control. Um, but yeah, if, if anyone has one, that would be lovely. I have one. Please. Oh, my camp grudge is not being able to stay in cabin 13 or senior cabin year. Okay. I know we've talked about it yeah. earlier, but that's, I think that was the senior cabin back then. And what that did they do with that cabin, cabin that year? That's a great question. I was thinking about that earlier. Cause like was in 13. Exi- then? I, I think we got, a, I think we got to ask Steve or Glenn. They're what the, year, wait, what year was it? 91. 91. 91. Okay, hold on. Oh, you could see oh, the cabin list? I actually have the cabin list right um, here. Okay. Um, Let's see if we forgot anyone from the senior cabin. I don't think we did. Kevin, their team was like juniors. Yeah. Kevin, their team was juniors. Yeah. Right. So your senior cabin, Beck, Ari Bernstein, Kahan, Back there. David and Jason Feldman. Oh, yeah. Feldy. Yeah. yeah. Feldy. We have Feldy. Freeman. Yeah. yeah. We did. Noah Hahn. Yeah. Yep. That was a two-weeker. Uh, Dan Levin, Court, Aaron May, Provis, and Benji Rosen. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it. some bunk beds. And some bunk beds, yeah. That was Which Kevin is even seven, crazier, right? right? Like, right. we're in seven and bunk beds. Well, like, but that was, I don't know what came up, like. I know, but we could, have been in, we could have been in 13 the with whole, no bunk beds. The whole place was flipped on its side, because cabin three, four, five, and six were seniors. Right. Yeah, we're going to have to talk to Glenn about that one. Yeah, that's my yeah. grudge. Wait, what, what, we're not going to talk about 91, Nate? Don't you have a grudge about that? <laughs> me yeah it was not it was 90 weren't you 90 yeah but you were not you were you were okay let's talk no, about this it was 90 okay i like i like this was no so, it was 91 you right. were uh, the front runner no Wait, who won nate when you guys were so. 14 and no one else i did it was so you won when you guys were 14 no, i think Asterisk. it was 90 I got, kick, I got kicked out <laughs> i got kicked out of senior twilight league that by was, age, 91. That was 90 okay you sure hey, yeah the year malamed was 89 88. Oh, John, 88. Who is oh, 89 you, was Kotler. Were you a hothead as a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a terrible temper. That tracks, Yeah, I think. Yeah. But um, he was he was mellowing by then. Okay. He's a mellow guy pretty much now. He's very mellow yeah. now. Yeah. So he was... My recollection is that in 91, you were a front runner. Who won in 91? Peter Glick. Oh. And I think you had a you had a... A moment in Senior Twilight League in 91. So I got kicked out of the game at wow. second base by H on Diamond 4 in Senior Twilight by League. H just yeah. tossing guys left and right. This guy. Se- he threw me out at second base. Stick to basketball, so this guys. Is so you won as a 14-year-old. Glick was 14 because he was younger than you guys. Right. Okay. Because mm-hmm. like you guys should have had Nate on lockdown for three years. Theoretically. Well, 16, we would have been, we would not have been in right, a Right, I guess, because you were Yeah, we were counselors. counselors. Um, what was, do you guys remember when they introduced the idea of the Nate Wasserman Award? Because you were all there yeah, his yeah. first year. Yeah. yeah well, did anything happen? Were there any awards before that? Like 87, 86? Was there like Camper of the Year? Like no one. There was no Camper not, of the Year. Was it was like, all it was, the. It was Swimmer of the Year. Yeah, it, it was, was Skier of the Year. But there was no overall. No. So what was the. Nope. Was it just Glenn coming and being like, we have this new thing now? That's how I remember yeah, it. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure like Glenn and maybe Glenn and Steve and H and the ADs and those kind of guys 
put their heads together maybe on it. So Matt Malamed, Lee Collar, then you. Court. Okay. Yep. I never was in the running. No? <laughs> no. What What did Nate mean when you got, like, was it talked, did it matter? Did it oh, talk yeah. about, like, it was a big deal for you guys? I think it mattered. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, I'm saying in its third year, like, it's. It's already a thing right away. Big yeah. time. It was oh, yeah. a thing right away. It was yeah. a thing yeah. right away. Yeah. And so, John, you thought that... I didn't think anything. I just knew that I had a good summer, and I blew it because I lost my temper, and that just was not the Nate way. And, you know, whatever happened, happened, but I blew my opportunity. Why, were, why weren't you ever... Uh... I don't know. I mean, I love the place, and I was rah-rah guy, but, like, I don't know, maybe just bad attitude. Like, not not like... <laughs> Horrible bad attitude. I wasn't like a bad guy. Maybe it was like Beck's influence on me, like, <laughs> like Brian Beck and Aaron May. Like Brian Beck, me. I don't Beck, know. I think. I mean, you, you could probably Aaron think May of a hundred parallels of guys sure. who absolutely love camp, have great energy, great leaders, but just they're not Nate. Yeah, like like me. It was like me, Beck, Freeman, and and May. May. Like I mean, we, it's, it's most of fantasy camp. It's like all of our right. Yeah, right, and like we were all really into camp but also like eh, we don't feel like doing that today you know like like, like one of those things right like it's like hey we gotta go out there i don't think we're gonna go out there today you know when we were getting older okay. it's kind of like we wanted to do our thing we weren't we weren't we weren't company men all the way through probably is really what it boiled down to fair enough but good we are all of us were very good counselors yeah for sure. us you know we weren't nate guys but we were all very good counselors and do you think um, never had a problem pretty happy for you that year? Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Because there's always like, you're always really happy for the guy your age that gets it. But there's a part of you that until you say the name, I think every everyone will tell you sitting in that room that if you're 15, there's a part of you that, that kind of thinks you're going to hear your right. name. Or that thinks there's a chance that you can hear your name. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then you get over it pretty fast because the guy that should win it. Yeah, I was I was kind of like the I was like the like the Chris Christie of the group. Like I knew Courtney Cor- 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 was Trump. It was it was a given. Like it wow. was done. Like there, we, no one was beating. That's Cor- that's a, that's a no, first for me. Yeah, but yeah, Cor- congratulations. Yeah, but Court was. I mean, who was competing with you? At People 14, always called you the right? Trump I mean, of their. I mean, besides John, right? I mean, who? And she Rosen wasn't. <laughs> Right. Beck wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, I think I think the next year was the one that was really uncertain. Yes. And that's yeah. why yeah, and that's yeah. Pro was probably should have gotten it. No, I I blew it. Yeah. Were you out or safe? <laughs> Just kidding. I was safe. <laughs> H did you swear at him? I didn't swear. Are you sure? No. <laughs> but I was not happy with the call. I mean, yeah, I mean, and I was H, escorted off the field. H was starting you in on a basketball though, which is pretty pretty wild. But that was over twelve or something, wasn't it? So I was good at defense. Do you guys have any Menominee hot takes? Like anything that you're like, this is the way it should be, or here's something that I never understood that everyone thinks is like a given or a popular thing, or like no one ever thinks about. Hmm. Hmm. People would think that I didn't send all these questions to you guys ahead of time. Can you re-ask the question? (laughs) So, like, a Menominee hot take would be... Can you use that in a sentence? All right. So, a Menominee hot take is... The grilled cheese really isn't good. tomato soup sucks. Or, um, yeah, like, things like that. 
I hate town day would be a really hot take. Something that like the general public feels really strongly about. They you've never really been on board with. I was never on board and still to this day a fan of the grilled cheese and tomato soup lunch. I think it's one of the most. But you can't take that because that was the. But yeah. now <laughs> that you asked the question, I, I would you. have said that. Like everyone that knows me knows that I am not a fan of the grilled cheese, tomato soup lunch. Like anyone think we play too much softball? I think it's overrated. Anyone think like. Definitely not. Right. I, I will say that I was not super impressed with the Twilight League action when I saw it last. Okay. I think the kids need to regroup on Twilight League, the campers. Yeah, maybe. Thing yeah. is, we're still winning 11 of 12 softball games. Like, we're doing... It's really not... It's not about that. There's an energy level, but I think that... So, all right, let's talk about it's, this because I have a theory on this. I think that every generation, and I feel the same way, thinks that when they were playing Senior Twilight League, it was always, every game was intense and great I'm glad and you're bringing this up. But I don't think that's true. I think that in the middle of the season, there's a lull. And when you're in like the, the throes of it, there are some games where you're just going through the motions and then you get it up for the, the playoffs. But there were for sure when we were kids, yeah, so kids I, where but you just kind of strolled the, out so there. The, and, the last time I saw it was yeah. right at the end of the year because I was there for... I think I was dropping Ethan back after golf t- okay. tryouts or something. Yeah. But I was there in the playoffs. Okay. And I was like blown away. And I remember, I don't think it was Ethan's team. I think it was Simon's team. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there were guys on that team that, that knew how to play. It was like, you know, Ethan's age. Yeah. Maybe it was, you know, Joey or Brady or, you know. Sure. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is the playoffs. Like, you're, 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 you're right there. Like, you, this is like... Uh, you're in the quarterfinals, you're in the semis, and you're like, no, just, all you have to do is focus for five minutes and you're going to win this game. Yeah. I'm with you. I think there's a level of, of coaching and motivating. Has that, it gotten stale? No. But that's why, like, we no. sweat. Like, we had, like, other sports besides right, we were, softball yeah, we during playing, Twilight. Like, we, we were definitely playing basketball and, and, but and the soccer. Thing is, we don't yeah. play it. Like, it's not like we're playing Twilight every night of the summer. So, like, it should be... Something fresh, yeah. I think it the, didn't, well, it and, didn't you, yeah. and you have you have different things going on. We were up, when we were there, it was eight weeks, right? Now you've got you've yeah, got two right. different sessions. Try like apparently, you've got a bunch of the guys from Arizona that have to leave early before the playoffs. Like, Benji, yeah, my so sons cool. told me, like, Dad, my first year, I remember I had a coach because the, the captain of our team had to go home and we only had six guys and I was all stressed out. Like, who's <laughs> someone wanted to play left and I didn't know if they could play left, so like. Right. There is some stuff Benji's going also on there. uniquely like he gets it. You want to talk about someone that gets into it? Like yeah. Benji can gets into right. Twilight League playoffs. I'm sure he does. Right. Sure. So like um yeah. yeah, okay. I'm not I'm not against you on this. I'm with you on it. Do you guys still do the regatta? Mm. Um oh, loved we the send regatta. our kids to the Chippewa regatta. Um okay. once in a while. So I actually read this in a megaphone. It seems like when you guys were CITs or something, you guys were you two were in a boat together. Yeah. Yeah. We won. No, and you then didn't. We, you came in seventh. No, we won one. <laughs> no. Hold we on. won the I one asked, and then we lost and we actually, got towed in the other one. Did we win one? We I actually took a this screenshot. Is a, this, of this. this is actually a fun story. Yeah. So First of all, I have another. I have. I do have a hot take. I okay. think swimming needs to be back in the Quagga. Agree. Yeah, for thousand sure. percent. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna put it out there. If it were up to me, everything that we do at camp could be a part of it. 
Like I think swimming, I like the idea of a track meet. Like there's yeah, plenty yeah. of stuff. Track to Tri- we used triath- to do. Triathlon. But I would also give that stuff up to keep seventy some events. Like when y'all were doing the competition, it never teetered over thirty 40. something. Like, yeah, right. 40. So like right. I guess there's give and take with if you did that, you'd have to get no, we rid don't have of, to uh, we don't have to worry about the consequences. We just get right, to throw the ideas enough. out there. <laughs> okay, wait, here you go. The last Menominee boat crewed by John Provis and Courtney Mann finished in seventeenth place. <laughs> well, didn't we win one? What, 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 is, what about the rest of the article? <laughs> okay. <Right. laughs> Eight of Camp Menominee's finest sailors ventured from the familiar shores of Sand Lake to Camp Coaga, where they competed with seven other camps yeah, this for the is coveted the, this... Coaga Regatta trophy. Um, two and a half hour race. Well, Menominee. Yeah. 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 This is not the one we want. This isn't the one you're talking about. No, no. Right. Okay. Who wrote that one? Uh, John Bernstein. He's the reporter on this one. So. You were not named. No, I was not a, I was (laughs) not, so I was never a waterfront We were hosting, what was it, like the 75th regatta or some sort of big deal. And we didn't have enough sailors. Right. That, this is a constant every year. I was in this regard as a CIT because no one. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, I don't know if it was so. Kaz or Glenn. It was Kaz. I'm sure it was Kaz. He literally came to John and I and said, you're sailing. Steve came it to us. It must have been Kaz because we would have said no. Otherwise. Right. Yeah. Said, right. Steve came to us and was like, he called us during cleanup to the green benches. was like, if any of you have sailing experience, like my mom taught it at Chippewa. It's like, great, <laughs> you're in. And there I am in a boat in Kawagasaki, and I have no so idea. So at that time, we had we had a legendary sailor named Nick the Olson. Fish Olson. He's in this article. Yeah, yeah, well, he probably won. Nope. Josh Morris was also But he was gone. He was gone, yeah. So was he your age? Yeah. Yeah, the tornado. The tornado, tornado. Yeah, He was in my first cabin. Five. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So we we got in the boat. Nick Olson finished eleventh. So Nick Doug was Hoffman. Nick was our, our top sailor. And in the first race, there were three races, I think. In the first race, we won it. We literally came in first out Man of all Provis the boats. Won. Yeah. And then and Nick was not happy with us. <laughs> and then in the second race, we didn't finish. We got towed in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you won a race. Yeah, we, exactly. It's like, yeah. a big deal. Right. Was Olsen, that must have been Don's like, nephew or something yes. at the time, right? Yeah, that's I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Olsen, that lines up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. regattas were fun. So the, we, I've never been a part of a regatta at Menominee. We always send to Quagga and Chippewa. I think that was why it was like imperative that we get but in I have the, the boat. I have the T-shirts. The Chippewa one was fun because those were co-ed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those were the best ones. Um. Okay. Hot take. Also, you know, yeah. like, 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 um, maybe, maybe, like, I'm a big archery guy. Like, are there better bows and arrows there now? We yeah, just got getting, new ones, right? Yeah, oh, they did. Better. Okay, yeah. great. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I'm sure. not up there. Wasn't there like a um, somebody? Yeah, we had a generous donation. Oh, really? This great. Year. Yeah. Beautiful. Program's getting better. I can imagine. I I probably think about it, thinking about it. I would, Figure out who donated them. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is Simon Mann was out there. Simon yeah, Mann's a yeah. very good archer. Yeah, Benji was out there too. He was on the team. It's good to see. I never did. I did a little bit of archery. So, like my la- our last year, yeah. we literally did. I did. I did every event except for swimming because I was not a waterfront guy I ever. Either. So literally, I 
Uh, did I do right for you? I think I might. Yeah. Uh, did I do did right for you that last year? I, I don't know do if right I did right for you. It sounds like you kind of had to. I did. We, we had to. Right. We yeah. had to do archery. That's why we did it. Yeah, and we were good at it. Yeah, and we, we did. Tennis. I think that was the like, only other event we won: 16A softball and archery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do quick hits, yeah, and then I go. I wrote down some things that I didn't even send you ahead of time. All right, this is just like don't think about it, don't like orate on it. Just say the first thing that comes to your head. All right, ride or die canteen. Charleston to Mountain Dew in a bottle. Nice. See, I love how you had that ready to go. Yeah. yeah. The bottle. I prepared. I I was just telling my kids, we were watching a movie, and somebody was drinking a Coca-Cola out of the bottle, and I'm like, that's what the canteen used to be. Those those I like the old Dutch potato chips. Old Dutch, is that right? Old Dutch. Sour cream and onions. They they had all the flavors. Sour cream and onion and barbecue and that, that silver bag. John Skittles, a bunch in your mouth at a time, and just have like a big wad of Skittles. <laughs> yeah, he was cheek. a big Skittles guy. <laughs> Loved it always. Um, favorite physical cabin in camp? Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. That's no one's ever said that. That's a hot take. We've had a lot of good times in those cabins, right? Yeah, we've had some father sons without yeah. the yeah, sons true. in right, sixteen. Had we've, we've, had both. we've had both. I mean, oh, yeah. and some kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Benji was in there that yeah. first. We also summer. had two great years in those cabins. The 16, those 17 we were, did. Those were those were phenomenal. That was that was Konefsky and Gary and Beerman. Quick and, and Beerman. It was Beerman. Oh, Gary and Quick was not sixteen. Uh huh. It was seventeen then. Oh, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Gary Cook was sixteen. Really? Yeah. Whatever. It was. Yes. It was one of the two. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't tell you which one's which. Best bathroom in camp. Oh, that's easy. Next to Joe and Craig's uh, shop, the lodge, the f- upstairs or down? Upstairs by the by the by really down? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. downstairs. I didn't there's know there's a, a downstairs. bathroom in the basement. I, oh, somebody wow. said it on a podcast recently. Was yeah, it, was it? There's was like it a like, semi-secret bathroom in the basement of the lodge. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Was it? Was it? Barry, I mean, was it Barry Schwartz that said that? And Teddy probably. And Teddy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I did not downstairs? know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only time I, I'm I was, a big fan of the new bathroom setup. I think it's. What do you mean? The multiple bathrooms. The multiple bathrooms. Yeah. What are you talking yeah, but about? Do you, do you, you lock the door so no one can come in, right? Multiple bathrooms. No, someone needs like really? next to Craig and Joe's shop. Yeah, those bathrooms. Oh, you, those are, yeah. Like, you yeah, lock the yeah. door? Yeah. Why would I preclude someone else, like maybe one of you, from having to come because in you can dump in your Because you can dump in your own privacy. <laughs> well, if I'm not willing to dump in that... Pri- Go I mean, somewhere else. Listen, I'm shocked. This is well, why he's shocked. Nate. like the people. I'm not going to lock somebody out. There's two toilets. There's plenty of other... Toilets to go. Do y'all have what's your most regrettable <laughs> competition jersey name? Peanut butter. Wow. You put peanut butter on there? What was that? Why? Because my first year, that's all I ate was peanut butter. Okay. Wow. Did I have at home at left and on one of them? Then that's it. Maybe more than one. No, I think, I think it was, and I, you know what I think it was? I was thinking it was the second year of our debacle 16 oh, Yeah, that. Checks out. And I'm sitting there in left field, played a horrible game, and we got destroyed. And yeah, that was Glenn like coined it on me. And did you not good particularly have a horrible game? I don't recall that, just for the record. Mm, I think was, I, I just remember just chasing. It wasn't ideal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, the Ojibwa game, I think that might have been the same year. I think, 
you might that, be right. That was a rough. That was a rough one too because we played at, at Ojibwa the and they tree. had that tree in yeah. left field yeah. that's out of play, yeah. and it's it bounced play. in there. And I got I put my hands up thinking that it's a ground rule double or whatever, and the kid kept running, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is not." Well, good. those rules change all the time, right? Yeah, so. Right. Live somebody. at home and left is definitely, especially considering I, I was first base. And you moved, yeah, right. to first base. I was certainly wasn't at home. John, jersey I think name? my I don't my jersey names were Provolone and Psyched Four. I didn't. I may had, had, some had good ones. I think I had JP one year, but I had no regrets on my jersey names. Okay. I, think I had some good ones. Yeah. Green or white? I think green, white. Because you guys were captains. You were not a green or white captain. I were was you? I was a co-captain. I don't remember though. Yeah, I was That's a I was sad, a green like, counselor my last year, and my grandfather had passed away, and I went. Did home, you leave? I went home for his funeral. I remember that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. It was like right was before out. the sing or something. Interesting. It was a very. It was a very. I I didn't know which way to go on that one. Who gave you guys your five year jackets? Steve. Yeah. Mark Cahan. Did I? See, yeah, I, I've been trying. I saw the questions. Don't I don't remember? remember who gave it to me, and I don't remember who I gave it to. Do you still have your jackets? Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Do any of you guys have an eagle on it? No. 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 Okay. No. 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 That's great. Just the initials. Um. Wait a minute. I don't remember who gave me mine. Your I brother? Really don't. Uh, I think he was gone. Yeah, he was he gone. He was gone. way gone. Yeah. He was gone after eighty-seven. It had to be Steve. Yeah, I mean, it could have, could have easily been Steve. Okay. He was a pretty instrumental guy there for us. <laughs> um, I don't know if any of these... All right, there's some stuff I wrote down that I want to ask you guys about. All right, what are some things, and if we have to edit this out, we can, but what are some things you look back on and you say to yourself, like, how in the world, like, did anyone ever let this happen at camp? Wow, it's great. Well, Ross Allen driving that van is one with like 12 kids in there driving interstate to Minnesota was dangerous. I remember <laughs> one one lunch, there was a, a freeze and Danny Levin McElhaney. We did the, the Tabasco sauce. What were we, what were we doing yeah. the tabacco sauce? On his, on his, yeah, McElhaney. On, on his lips? Where did we do it? You put Tabasco sauce in We there. didn't. Yeah, the council. The council the put put put, it, uh, put Tabasco was it slosh? sauce. Was it like slosh in those guys? It might have been. I don't know. I can't remember. It was one of our cabin mates. So, yeah. And like he well, put it, it on a slosh. spoon. I mean, he wasn't and like our counselor. Like by his lips like, and like and he like ran. Yeah, during a freeze. It took him about a- fifteen seconds and then he ran out of the mess yeah. all freaking Oof. out. Like. Yeah. Um. um yeah, what, what was the question again? Oh, was, can't believe uh, it how happened. This, how did the, how did this happen? Can't believe it happened. Think about it for a thing. second. I mean, Can we take a two minute break? Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, so we're back. We're talking about some things that you look back on, and should we move on? Sure. Because there's nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't really recall. I mean, back then it was the e- it was the 80s. You know, like, I mean, I- like, do you remember your counselors going on time off? Do you remember like Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember I mean the good counselors back in the eighties would come back with like McDonald's at like midnight and wake you up and you'd have a burger and you'd go right back to sleep. You guys still like do cookies in the cabinets at night? Like no. shelf shots oh, were fantastic. Were yeah. yeah. That was the thing when I was a kid. Oh shelf shots were the best. Yeah. 
that the Oreos or the the Hydrox, the, the, the Hydrox Oreos. Yeah, I'm not sure how that, butters. how that didn't end up in lots of rodents. It did, I think. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Definitely ants. Yeah. Okay. Shell um, shots were great. All right, Mark. What do you remember? You were a Twilight captain in 1988 for Intermediates. I'm telling you that you were. Neither of wow. these guys were captains. Can't even remember what the name was. What was the name? Hold on. I might Ooh, I want those back, by the way. We need to get the names back. Okay. I. Oh, you guys don't have names to the teams? There's a team what one I and team you, two? Ooh, wow. Every year, we try and get the captains to give us names over and over and over again. And they just like... I, I don't get it. Maybe it's we so maybe we have the counselors assign them names then. Maybe. Yeah. The names were that, that was a huge it part of like, the Because I could tell you my brother's senior Twilight League name, and I couldn't tell you the one that I coached. I don't know. I don't know your team name. I just know who was on it. So I remember Aaron May was my my captain my first year, and we were Aaron and the Mayflies. Right. There were some great okay. names. My Amazing. brother's was Cahan's Condos for Rent. So you had a. Uh, who'd I have? Ben Feldman, Billy Filey. Billy, Billy Feely. Feely, which is a pretty good, pretty Billy good Feely ball player. Good. Billy yeah. Goodman, Larry Kamen, Larry Kamen, Larry Kamen. Andrew Landon, David Portman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wait, I'm one of the Landon guys Landon. on my team. Wow. Do you know the Landon twins? No. Oh, oh wow. wow! Whoever's listening to this, <laughs> you definitely know a Landon twin. Wait, wait, who was after Landon? <laughs> wow. Uh, Port David Portman. Michael okay. R. Stern. I don't know why they have his. He's the only one with the middle initial. Not, not Michael, Michael B. Stern. Not, not Michael B. Stern. We know Michael year. B. Stern. Andy Weiner. 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 Yeah. Okay. Well, what was, was he? What was he? He was the. Um, there was a bear. <laughs> oh, the, way up there. That was that? it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, John, oh, yeah. you were on Ross Levy's team as an intermediate. Ross with Levy. Wow. Stephen Dinehart. Stephen Dinehart. Kevin Joseph. Good basketball player. Benji Rosen, Seth Satan, John Schur, and Steve Serwa. Serwa was the, the was the game show kid. I have no idea what you're talking about. Serwa was our Sir first was, year, right? Serwa was the game show kid. That was my there first year. There was a game year. show. 1988. There yeah. was a game yeah. show, and whoever, someone who won a prize on this game show, Glenn got in with it with this game show. The prize was the camp? prize was going to camp. Oh my god! Stop it! I swear. He won. I, I mean, I'm telling you show? again. That's my incredible. brain is mush. I could be making this up. He was in our cabin, though, but right? Putting, yeah. I don't think he was, he was in our, our cabin. cabin. No. Steve Serwa. Mm, I don't remember him being in. We'll okay. look on the Wait, cement. That's I don't, incredible. But I believe Steve Serwa. Look on the was, cement. Our cement was a, is not was legible. Dude. Contestant no, on a game like a like one of those double dare games mm-hmm. on Nickelodeon or something. And he won camp. And, and I don't know if he won. I don't think the grand prize was going to Menominee. But it was part of one of the packages, and he was there. Court, you were on Danny Levin's team with Danny Broad, Eduardo Carrillo, Freeman, uh, David Feinberg, Ari Rosen, Brian Schimmel, and Brian and Jesse Weinberg. That's both of them. Yeah, (laughs) both of them. I don't. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-eight, huh? Nineteen eighty-eight. There you go. Who won? I don't know. I don't think it was us. I think I stopped. If I had one of the landing kids on the team, no way. Is your guys' um, name? Is your, is your name on the trophy? Yeah. The, is your name on the trophy? I don't think so. I got traded mid-season, and I got and I ended up on the trophy. I am um, on the trophy. Peter senior. Glick's team. Jason Friedman's team for me. 
Do you remember the names of those teams? Um, no. Well, there are two two Nates on that team. It's a pretty strong team. What this is a more serious one, but what is your guys? How has your relationship to camp evolved over the years? Because you went from like diehards as like teenagers to having like a pretty unique relationship with the camp as the oldest 14 year olds to them returning like four years later to then when did the whole fantasy camp thing start to them being dads of kids at camp? Like you've had kind of a, a massive whole evolution of a relationship to, to camp. And does it mean anything different to you now than it did 20 years ago? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty nuts. The whole experience. I mean, all the stuff that, that I've always thought about camp as far as like bringing me independence and all that stuff that you learn as a kid when you're going away for the first time and then seeing your kids get it, you know, them going away for the first time and watching them grow through that experience. It's, it's really mind blowing. It really is. Yeah. I think for me, I feel like each summer I go back or each time I go back, I, I appreciate it even more. You know, to Court's point, like the fact that our boys have been there and Mark, our boys are now there, but like my nephew Cooper is not going there. And I just know that like as they become older and they become parents, hopefully they have boys that will soon want to go to camp. They're like camp is just a part of our life, at least for me. It's a part of my life that I can't wait to be back up there every time I'm there. I'm just I love it. Yeah, I mean, it was certainly a roller coaster there. I mean, I think if it wasn't for fantasy camp. <sighs> I don't know where we would be because when we left, uh, Steve had not taken over the camp yet. So like no. we left kind of not like a sour taste, but like, yeah, we really wanted to still be there. But like we were distant. We, you know, we went up there that one time in 96. And I think we might have gone up there with a whole bunch of friends, like like some Ojibwa, Kawaga, Manami Kimble. guys one year. Um and Richard Kimball, yeah. <laughs> Richard Kimball. So, <laughs> so we, there, how many people were there? There must have Isn't been at least 12. There was a lot of the fugitive. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So there, so there was a fugitive on the loose in Eagle river <laughs> and his name was Adam Freeman, but I don't know what his fake ID name was. Oh boy. And he went, we went into Alexander's pizza in Eagle river when it was still open yeah. and me and Aaron may had good IDs. We ordered the beer. Adam was behind us, and the guy was like, how about your ID, too? He showed him his ID. The guy goes in the back for a little while, and Adam and I, or Aaron and I looked at Adam, and we're like, I think you need to get out of here, dude. <laughs> and so he took off. And, like, slowly everybody started leaving Alexander so he didn't get busted. And so Adam is out, and he is running through town. Yeah, he's I mean, running through town. He is running through town. <laughs> Um, I believe we found him behind a dumpster at like the McDonald's. Perhaps I think, I think this is what you guys missed out on <laughs> the most by not getting more years on staff. Is yeah. the like the nights off with your guys? Right, for that, sure. That, that was our night out. Like yeah. sure. that weekend was like our night out. Because yeah. like that is some so, like when you ask people now, like the guys who did four or five years on staff, like their memories are all yeah. It was us in town doing this, and it was us. Yeah. So that and was, that was part, a big part of why we that was it, right. That was part of the reason we, why we weren't allowed to go out. Right. We were chaperoned uh, when you were sixteen and seventeen. Okay. Yeah. When we were seventeen, you're chaperoned as JCs. 
It's JC's for Jay-Z. sure. Yeah, we couldn't go up at, se- at 17, we were still chaperoned. We weren't allowed to go back. Did you have cars up there at 16? Yes, 17 we did. Okay. Uh, 16? Uh, I Two? drove. I had a car that summer. I had a car. I remember I drove Barry home. Yeah, I had a car. I had, I had a car. I had a car. It didn't matter that we had cars. We, we and it didn't matter out. we had a car. Right. So there's a reason why there are lights on Mike Dunleavy courts. Okay. And, you know, again, you got to ask. Glenn and Don and that whole crew about what their thought process was at the time. I listen, I believe some of it had to do with a horrible accident in Kawaga with some of the counselors there with a, with a driving incident at night um, Mm -hmm. that might've freaked Glenn and Don out. Like, Hey, I don't want our guys out, but like, you know, like we could have easily just gone to pit licks every night and like literally walked home. Okay. So they like put us on lockdown there. And he and he made lights on the so court. And we, we had a counselor no, basketball league. Not really, no. So on nights out, my team could have been playing Courtney's team, and that was our night out. Yeah. We didn't have to be with the kids. We, we, we were, were playing chaper- We were taken to a movie or to the Rhinelander gym to play yeah. wall, 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 ball. wall ball. Wall ball. We yeah. did that with Woody once. Wall yeah. ball. Yeah. Wall ball. Wall ball. Wall ball. Solid. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there was definitely fun. Like, wall yeah. ball was fun, but like. Were you guys just so jacked up when you found out Steve was buying camp? Like, yes. he was your guy. Yeah, that, right? well, that was part of it, too. Is it, when, when that went south, when that deal went south. Yes. The, the first The time. first the deal first went south, which you, you guys, I think, talked about. Yeah, we about. got into it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we vividly remember, like, oh, my God, no, we, we were We were, we were, we're right, coming we were back. Yeah, we're all like he oh, had so us like all. That was you guys were talking about that. Like you knew it was. It happening. was okay. yeah. Yes, and we were like, "Sign me up. We'll be your. We'll be your guys." Mm-hmm. And didn't happen, and that soured us even more. Mm-hmm. Push us away. So, like, my point is, like, if there is no fantasy camp, like, how often are we going back? When up did there? you start doing fantasy? Early. It was. I mean, it it, it wasn't nineties. Yeah, it must have been mid to late nineties. I mean, did I remember you create I, the? Were you guys the the reason for the team names? It has to be right. Yeah, well, Karis started the Karis started the Frontiersman brand, right? <laughs> which is the first, which was the first, the first brand, and now Correct. everyone's yeah. every A troop yeah. has yeah. like, yeah. right? We were branding. the first named team. Yeah, because yeah. it was old Franchise. guys, it was old, 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 young, young. young yeah, yeah, right. So you know, God bless Ehrlich for starting that whole thing, and Glenn and Steve and all those guys for carrying it on, and like I think we've done a pretty good job of maintaining it and growing it and like it's cool very cool to hang out with you know there's been a couple of moments these last years where like man i start feeling old but like you know we're hanging out with these 23 year old guys and like like, the stories amazing groups of the stories the names change the timing change but they're all the same different names they're all the same and that's what makes it so cool yeah i think this past summer i don't know i was talking to someone but like we're like the old guys, you know, outside of like Steve and his group, like we're like the old guys now. And it's, it's fun you, as hell. Are you guys excited for your sons to be a fancy or is it like, Can't hell wait. Yeah. are they there this year? Oh yeah. yeah. And they're jacked. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be, it'll be at fun. some point there's going to be another dads and lads. Yeah. Right. right. You guys are the next, but Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, thank thank God for fancy camp because they again, don't want any part of us yet. They, cause they, right. got they think, but they think they're you know, wait until they get their ass kicked. But we'll back see. to Steve, like when I when Steve bought the camp, I went back in '99. I had just graduated college and I had my I was I had my job lined up. I'm like, I'm gonna go back, and I knew nobody. Like I went back only knowing Steve. I'm like, what am I doing here? We all were at fantasy camp. You guys left, and I stayed, and you know that was the summer I met Tombs and. 
great. It was just I wild. Love that you were on Steph. It's, it's great. It was wild. Like I had the C, like I had a great like St- I had a great job. Like I had the CITs. I drove ski boats. I had 16A. It was just a great. Who were the CITs <laughs> that you? Brett Stein, oh, Daniel Rosen, Stein. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Davidson. Davidson. All ki- like camp dads now. Yeah, yeah. It's and like I did. You guys like, win 16A? No, we lost. Did you play Ojibwa too that year? We did not play Ojibwa that year. We didn't have a good team, but we were competitive. Yeah. I mean, the CI, I mean, we, we were not, we weren't a very, we didn't have a lot of depth at, at that 98 age, and 99 weren't our, no. our years. But like Tombs and Smitty and like, you guys were all like, you guys were kids. Yeah, like, it's like kid. when I first met you guys, but it was, it was wild. But I had a, I had a fantastic time. I'll tell you that working for Steve is brutal. He's not the greatest boss in the world i love you steve but like he can be a hard ass like he just that's just who he was and how he is but like i still had an amazing summer being up there can i i want to go back to what you just said a few seconds ago because this came up recently (laughs) you were talking about how your your kids don't want any party with softball like with your fantasy camp team because they think they can go do it so i was talking to this year's crop of jc's who like are very good athletes like uh spencer and ryan wheel uh, Asher Diamond, like Charlie Eisenberg, really solid athletes, but they they were all at my house a few weeks ago, and they were like, hey, do you think that if we, like, joined a, a men's softball league, like our group here, that we could compete? Like, we got some... I'm like, no. You guys wouldn't win a game. I don't care what you think you are. You would go into, like, Glenview or wherever, and you wouldn't win a game. And they kept pushing back, and they, like, think... Well, they have, like, f- four guys, right? Well, either Five. way, like... They could put a team together and it would be pretty good athletes, but still it doesn't matter because there's a difference between like 17 year olds, right. no matter how good you are at this. And there's like, there's like, it's, like, it's like the whole camp, it's camp weird, athlete kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah. It just, that made me think of that because yeah. every year the group, the youngest group comes and think they can right. do, yeah. do now, some things. And the Ethan Weiss crew got well, competitive quickly. Yeah. Quite, they did. They're good. Yeah. They they're are good. They're There's some big boys. And they get into it. They get into it. I think Miles and Ethan get into it. They can hit. They smack the hell out of the ball. Yeah. They're not a hit. And they have fun together. Um, okay. I don't have much else. Let's I can see. keep going for hours here. Is there anything you guys wanted to touch on that I sent you that we didn't get into? Anything you want to ask me? How has your... How has the role of owner changed since going into this year versus the first year you took over? It's a really good question. Um, the amount of campers on some sort of medication has quadrupled. Um, the, the demand for information sooner and faster <laughs> and the patience. Yeah. The, it's a weird paradox of parents will say that like they grew up in an era where their parents needed a lot of information. Like they'll think that they aren't very demanding, but it's a lot. Um, and so our, we've had to step up our game with who we're hiring and what we're hiring for and um, tailoring it to individual camper experiences versus the, the whole group. And it's pushed us to be better um, and to be more organized, but we're, the amount of adults in the room that we have on staff now versus my first year versus when I was a counselor on camp, like the out of cabin support staff right. has quadrupled. 
in the last 10 years. This is going to be my 10th summer. That was my wow. question. Wow. As owner? Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. I guess that. So what's like so yeah. so what is what are like the top two things you love about owning a camp like owning owning this camp owning a camp like well this camp it's for this this is my favorite thing to do like talk to different generations about yeah. their shared experiences that parallel exactly mine um I have the best job in the world I get to do this and the most stress I would trade the most stressful and and frustrating parts of my job for. Like, I wouldn't trade that for anything. What's the most stressful part? People think that I'm very stressed during the summer. I'm more, way more stressed in the off-season. When I spend, like, all the time working out in my basement and, like, my team is in different parts of the country. Like, we get together on Zoom and we collaborate. But when it's just me or it's just me and Jeff, like, all we're doing is think about all the ways it can go wrong or staring at the <laughs> recruiting numbers and, like, wondering if we're going to get there but once we're at camp we're rolling and and we're mm-hmm. doing it so to me the off-season stuff i i want to do camp i want to direct camp i want to be there and provide that experience and so all this is just kind of leading leading to that but yeah i don't love the off-season that much <laughs> but yeah i like that i can go up to camp and walk around i i make sure that every year i still have those moments of like oh okay like i I own this and that's kind of cool. And I never, I don't see myself as I say we a lot, like to me, everything that we're doing is for the last 70 years and the next 50 years. Like I know it's not going to be like mine for forever. Um, and I, that's not lost on me, but it is kind of cool. Yeah. Once in a while. Along those lines, like how long do you want to do this for? I, I want to keep doing it as long as possible. I love the idea that even if I take more of a step back over the next few years or decades or whatever it is that it could still, we could bring in people that can do the job and keep supporting us and I can really enjoy it. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Like if I, if I'm, if I'm not an, a camp alum and know about Menominee and if I was, you know, free agent parent and my kid was a free agent. What What's the differentiator that you like to tell? Cause I've never, I've never had to have you in my home giving this, giving the, the speech, you right. know, and like the sales tactic. Cause, cause, so, cause just to let you know, like people in the, in the area, they know that court me and John and a bunch of us are like gung ho camp guys. We're always wearing the gear. Yeah. People are like, what do you guys, you know, what do you guys think? You're like, you think your kids, so they're always asking me, like, like, oh, what, what? Oh, I'm sending my kid to Quagga. I'm sending my kid to Horseshoe or Ojibwe. Like, why Menominee? You know, so like, so I, I will answer your question. Yeah, but I did come to John's house and I talked to you about Miles years ago, yeah. and like, I, you were I, in my house. I came to your house. Um, so like, what was it for you? Like when you Great were looking, question. Because so, you were looking at other camps. So you were yeah, I mean, listen, at the maybe time... Maybe probably more so than I wasn't looking guys. at any right. other camps. At the time that, that Miles was ready to go to camp, I think Menominee was at a point where the numbers were low. And although I didn't want to force it on... Abby and I didn't want to force it on Miles to go to Menominee. We wanted to explore options. But I think 
the hook, line, and sinker is father-son. I think father-son is, is the greatest selling tool that Menominee has to offer but it, because it gives those kids that first taste of what camp is really like, not to mention the fathers have a great time that weekend as well. But like they feel comfortable about being there. And then when you want to go and just sign them up for, you know, the summer, that was it. But I just think, I think the passion that I had for Menominee, I think certainly, you know, helped for Miles, but Miles made his own decision. And I think, again, like I just said, the father-son portion of it is, is key. Mm-hmm. But they all, they all have father-son now. You know, yeah. everybody has yeah. a father-son. So, like, I, you know, so, over the years, I've been telling people, hey, come up, come up, see our spot. I could guarantee you, I, this is what I tell people, I can guarantee you that it will be the best weekend you've ever had with your son or sons. Whether they wind up going Manami or not, you will have the best weekend. And, but I'm sure, you know, you, all of them could say So you I'll try know. and do the short version yeah. of it because um, a lot of people have sat through this before. And also there's parts of it that I like to keep between me and the family sure. that, that we're in the house. But there's a couple of things. One, I always sell our team, our, the, the admin group that we have where I'm the second youngest one of our eight-person administration, all of them with more youth development experience than, than I have, um, putting more time into the individual experience for every camper. So the fact that Miles Provis can have a, a successful camp career the same exact as Ryan Wheel, who might be like on track as a, a varsity basketball player at GBN. Like there's, there, I try not to put our campers in a box. Right. Because all of our kids get to one of the things I love about camp that I always loved was that you could pick your own schedule pretty much. And because of that, the second that I show up at tennis, everyone that is at tennis chose to be there. And so now I'm there with everyone that chose to be there. And that's how I make friends where I'm not taking cabin three and saying you're going swimming now or you're going to archery now. And we use individual goal setting and, and working with each family to, to fill in those gaps, to make right. sure that people are, are broadening their horizons. But at the end of the day, like that choice allows you to, to solidify those friendships and, and build stuff up. And I just, I think we have a, we have a culture that I think people have misunderstood for a long time. Agreed. Like the core group of people at Menominee know what our culture is, but the, the perception of what Menominee's culture is, I think it's changed a lot over the the course of time where the values piece of it was always, always there, mm-hmm. but never, th- that story was never told, I don't think. Sure. And so we're trying to, to do that. That's I mean, the I think, I really think, short version of it. I think about. the competitiveness has always, was, has always been questioned about Menominee, but you can be as competitive as you want to be, but it it presents opportunities for every type of right. camper. People don't understand when they ask that question. Right. And like, I don't want to be condescending to people who do, but the idea of how competitive are you is not, it's not the right question. It's never been the right question because I was always a mediocre home athlete, but at camp I was a really good athlete totally. because there were less people right. at camp. And sure, I was a really competitive person, but everyone at camp is going to experience a level of competition. But the way that our guys are teaching it, versus the way that some others are teaching it is really different. Mm-hmm. And and that's getting more and more evident and more and more mm-hmm. clear as there's more things to just see and consume and yep. watch. Um, yeah, that that piece of it is... That's, that's a part of it that I think is still... People don't quite 
Sure. I, I think the same can be said for like the whole softball argument. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, you guys are a softball camp. You know, all you do is play softball and my kid doesn't like softball or whatever. And I feel like, you know, as my kids were growing up and I was thinking about this stuff, it's like there's so many things now that our kids, this generation of kids, they try, they don't succeed at first and they give up on it. Right. Right. And I feel like my experience with softball and camp has been like, okay, we do this and not everyone's going to be great at it, but you're going to work at it. Right. You're going to like get 30 better. 30 years later, you're, you and your camp friends are still playing on a softball team. You, like you might strike out the first time that you try to hit a six inch softball. You might fall out. Well, I guess we don't fall out at camp, but you know, you might not get the ball out of the infield, but you're going to go back in, and we're not going to let you just like say, okay, I'm out. Like I'm, I don't like to do stuff I'm not good at. Like, mm-hmm. that's such a thing now, right? right? And, you know, I, I, you know, I played softball with Miles at fantasy, or not at fantasy, at father-son camp. And I played softball with Simon. And these are not kids who, like, are immediately going to be all-stars, right? But they're getting better every single year. And you can see them taking pride in the fact that right. they get better over time. Right. It's also, like, an easy thing to learn. And it's right. something you totally. can play forever. Like, they're, you, those camp things that keep... Like all these stories that that every alumni group tells, like the most passionate people get are when they're telling 16A stories or 16B stories. Like they're softball stories, and there's a reason for that. Like that, yeah, I agree with you that that is a a weird perception of of camp when no one thinks about like the why. Right. Like mm-hmm. we have to keep talking about the why. Yeah. Yeah. The softball stories and the and I think as we get older, like the tri- the 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 trip. The trips were hysterical. Yeah, like, like if you have the right group, great, right group of guys, like all of the trips were so memorable and hysterical for so many different reasons. And like, you know, I don't know. I love that. Is that only first four weeks that the is is the yeah you know? second four we do yeah. like we'll do like short overnighters for people yeah. who want to do it like more yeah. optional stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. The Dells, the Minnesota, and the Whitewater rafting. The rafting trips I mean, was fun. I mean, Whitewater rafting for our group is so... I loved it. Out of, that was out, my favorite. Oh, and it, it turned out to be the best one. We were yeah, all like, oh, sure. should we do that? It was great. It was great. Um, but yeah, good question. Yeah, no, I, I just like hearing it because I get asked all the time. Anything else before we wrap it up? This is good. We got into a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, there's so much that we could still yeah, talk. Like, right. like we were just talking. We were just talking. Like when we were counselors, and because we didn't get to go out a lot, like we hung in the lodge so much. Those are the best and, nights. Yeah, yeah. Was those were so fun. Hanging out in the lodge and just doing wacky stuff. Like, yeah. So there's a guy, Eric Lederman. Yeah, the dude. The dude, the dude who is now like. Hopefully, people are watching this. He is like pretty sure he's like the music director guy of the Seth what is Meyer. it the Seth Seth Meyer. Meyer show yeah, okay? yeah, Seth Meyer. he was a he was one of those guys who shined during the campfires mm-hmm. shined yeah and he was hysterical and he made up this game in the lodge right so when we were sitting in the office right in that office area and then in between the office and the kitchen there's that little pantry yeah 
And Eric would come in. Was he on staff? He must have been on staff. Wait, right? did he come up with this game? Of course. Okay, I didn't. Was he that. on staff? He must have been on yeah, staff. Yeah, I guess so. A little younger than CIT. us, one or two years He's one younger. Year. You're yeah, younger one than year. Us. And he would come in and just randomly look through that cupboard and like would find like a, the can of tomatoes and be like, "Hey, Jason!" And just out of nowhere, turn around and here comes a flying can of tomatoes. And like if you were sitting by the PA, you'd, <laughs> you'd catch it, and everyone would laugh. So it was going like, on. You know what it was like. going on for weeks. It was going on for weeks, <laughs> and there was one counselor. What was his name? Frank Johnson. Frank Johnson. Frank Johnson comes. Frank Johnson was a one and doneer from again. Maybe maybe two years. I think he was one and done. <laughs> um, he was like a baseball guy, wasn't he? Frank? Yeah. And just not you know not a, not an, an alumni. Just was there first year, and he walked in from the door by the canteen, canteen. into the office. And Eric Lederman was sitting in the captain's chair by the PA and took a huge <laughs> tub. No, of- Lederman had thrown it to me shortly before. Oh, okay. So you yeah. could take it. So, yeah. so Lederman had went in the cupboard and thrown a big um, giant to- vat of Cisco mayo. Mayonnaise. Ew. Okay. Like, like you know. Like Why not a keg, those but those are being the, kept in the lodge, yeah. in the cupboard, yeah. in between the yeah. kitchen the and the office. Area, yeah. That Gross. little green cupboard. Yeah. Yeah. So he threw it to Courtney. Courtney caught it, and everyone's laughing, right? And like literally, as Courtney catches it, the door opens, and it's Frank Johnson. <laughs> Frank was not on Team Courtney or any of our like. He just was. <laughs> he was like one of those guys. Like right? he was on sure. staff. We weren't huge fans of the guy. And Courtney says, "Hey, Frank," and he chucks it, and Frank watched it. Didn't make one. Didn't make an just effort. Let it fall. Just let it drop. Ooh. Like, what the hell are you throwing this thing at me for? Mayonnaise <laughs> in like crevices you've never even known about in the office. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I'm pretty sure you can still smell it. It was. Um, it was. Um, so like, yeah, the office. The, the listening it, listening in on when Brian Beck and uh, Aaron May uh, uh, raided a counselor. Rating is something, yeah. That, yeah, that, that is right. That so is there's no way that's gone. gone. Yeah, I was gonna say that's, right. You know, it's a right. Yeah. Fourteen years old. <laughs> Thank God. Oldest kids in camp. The guy, I won't say his name, but he's an Academy Award winner now. Is the counselor? Brandon yeah. Ross. Wait, we're, I thought we were all counselors. No, we were fourteen. Uh, uh, oh, the, uh, I think we Ross. were all counselors. Oh, we might have been counselors. Ross, I'm right? sorry. He won a, He, he won was one of their. Coach. I think he was Beck's co-counselor. He was a, That's yeah. right. That's right. In in cabin fifteen. Correct. He was. He's an Oscar winner now, and and we listened in on the PA. Right. So you could listen in on the. It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work no. anymore. That's so. It's so. Broken. You can't buy. You can't. We buy. used to as as really. Yeah, so we, like we turned on fifteen. And we heard Aaron and Aaron and Brian open the door, and we were just dying in there. And then you could hear them just like lift up. The that bed was like the threat. number one threat when I was a kid and a counselor. Like you're so rated, like yeah, that. Like totally. and that was a very real threat. And that doesn't happen. Like, yeah, I'm glad gone. that doesn't. I'm it's glad that. I mean, that's guys. you know, that was all stuff that just shouldn't be going on now anyway. As a parent, like, um, all right, let's close out with this. Two things. One, who. Give me some names of people that I should do this with, that I should talk to, that you guys think would be good guests. And two, um, each of you like throw a final key log in. Like I'm throwing the key log into the fire for, um, and then we'll close it up. 
I think Corey Benjamin. Oh yeah, would be oh, he'd fantastic. be amazing. Yeah. Right, you could. Yeah, I mean, like, like I you, think, we could, we could pick a couple of the. I other think Corey Benjamin. We were talking about this a couple weeks ago. We would love to get like a frontiersman and sons, like larger type. One of these events, I think that'd be I think fun with the the, the dads and the, the sons. The larger groups are tough. It's I think it'd be out. cool to just hang out with you guys and your or kids. A li- that'd be or great. a live call in. Right. Campfire, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. Like a yeah, like a live Q and A type thing. We could do that. Yeah, Corey. Yeah. Corey needs to be on. Um, Corey I has mean, become a fancy camp legend. He is, with the younger guys, yeah. they're yeah, obsessed. Yeah, well, Corey. I mean, yeah. he was there when I was there. I had no idea who he was. Really? Yeah. No idea who he was. He's like, I know with like Corey that very tight. you know he's a fine Corey one. Corey gets a better great with age. Oh, so we yeah. need to be on. Yeah, Corey's a lock. I mean, Aaron May would be a great, a great guest. Aaron May would be a great guest. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of knowledge in there. Yeah, stuff that we don't know. Like a Freeman May podcast would be (laughs) yes, pretty spectacular. Those guys. guys, So Aaron was there during the early Steve years. Yeah, as Mm -hmm. like the chef. So like he. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah, and and those guys started post camp when they were you know babies, Right. right? Right. Post camp, and they were they were at one of the few, first few uh, fantasy camps too. I think without us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Two final key logs, and then we'll we'll close it out. Man. Um. So I think I maybe have thrown this key log in before, but um, I, certainly the the um Steve Beers Sal key log for father son. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. I mean, just since, you know, Ethan was five and Simon was three, like getting to be at camp with them. Did you bring Simon when he was three? Maybe four. I remember yeah, the, 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 the first year that he was conscious, the first year that he was conscious yeah. that I was going to camp with Ethan and not him did not go well. Got it. <laughs> um, and so that was the last year he was not coming. Okay. Um, um so the whole father-son experience has just been and obviously you for the program is incredible um that's a good one yeah john i mean i think i mean i shouldn't say i think miles would be my key log i think camp is something that we have been able to share amazing experiences thus far um we both have a tremendous passion for the waterfront and it's been awesome just to see him shine in his element when he's down there. And, um, you know, now that we're going to be up there later, you know, for many years to come, it's something that we'll always just take in and appreciate and look forward to many, many, many I'm more years. And for this to be like a LeBron Brownie thing, like you guys working, <laughs> yeah. working on the waterfront together. Yeah, that will be, that'd be kind of fun. But yeah, throw it to Miles for sure. <laughs> Um, I would say the key log goes in to just like, I don't know, all, all those dudes we've kind of like talked about, like Steve and Beerman and even like H and Glenn, like all, all of them have such an impact like on my life because of this. And, um, you know, there's some people that think like, you know, what are we still doing with camp and why are we so involved with camp? But like, it's never going away. Like, it's never going away. Like, it, it, like I'm, I've passed it on to my kids. Um, they love being up there. My son is loving being up there. And like, you know, it's just great that like, you know, 
a bunch of us could sit there and say like, you know, which would, are we going up for a Kawaga competition one of these years? Like, are we just going to, are we just going to show up and tell like, us watch, when we're invited? Watch, we'll be you there. Know, watch, practice, just show up Cause I do remember that. I remember being 10, 11, 12 years old and you know, these old time, you know, these guys like Howie Friedman and mm. it, it, does his son go to camp? Yeah. Jack was right? so like, intermediate honor camper. Too, right. So yeah. Howie Friedman, like I never went to camp with him, but I remember yes, him. Yes, you did. He was there one year? Yeah, he was, was there. He, he was there when I was there. 87, he was yeah, there. Not 86. 80, not 80. He was yeah, he's got two boys that have come. Will was there um, yeah, when you I know, first like, started. Just, I just year. remember guys like that. I remember guys like Mike Karras would show up and, like, visit. It was almost mm-hmm. like being in, like, a college and, like, the alumni come around and you're like, wow, that's that guy? Like, that's the, I remember you guys telling me the story of that guy. You well, know? that's the thing. It's like. It's just so great. It's You know, people feel this way about their schools and their fraternities. For me, uh, this is it's yeah. a camp. Right. camp. Exactly. Yeah. It's camp for it's camp for us. And I don't know why that is. I it just got into us. Listen, it's it, a place where we can go back and still at our age act like twelve year olds and have a great right. time and just still develop memories that we'll, we'll always talk about, you know, forever. It's just it's just that's the kind of place it is. Yeah, and yeah. I love and I love this way thing. Like we that we did not have that. I don't no. know. Is it was it Steve, Steve who brought yeah, that in? And you're just you've taken it and made it like the first year might have been your did you do it in ninety nine or no? Ninety nine I think it might have been two thousand. Like, I remember right? when Steve told me about it. I mean, I think it is terrific. It's had different iterations, but it's really taken on like Wow. It is you know, and I'll tell you great. like I was telling you before we turn this thing on. I will send some of those YouTube clips this, that you guys are doing on Mondays, and I will send it to people that is, who don't have kids at camp and who, who try to instill those things into their kids at home, and they're like, wow, this is the stuff that, that I'm That is trying. all Dora. I told her last year, I'm like, hey, I have this idea for a passion project. She's like, done. I'm going to run with it. And, they, and, they, and, and these parents love it. Hopefully one of them will wind up signing up, but like, the, the, at the Great. end of the day, they know like what's going on up there now is it's, it's about time it's that we stuff. like really showcase mm-hmm. yeah. Our values. Yeah. Um, all right. We did yep. two hours. This is great. Nice. Um, <laughs> there's plenty we didn't there's get so to, much. but it just, that's what campus. We have yeah. to do this again in a couple of years. We'll keep doing this. Um, all right, cool. This was I th- awesome. I think we need to do one at camp. Like, can we sure. do one at camp, like after yeah. a day and like during, a, during a live camp, version, a call-in I, version? I did this on uh, on the porch once with Schwartz and Cider and like their wives. Like we had an audience. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Um, all right. Playing cool. ball with those guys now. Right. They're the best. They're, they're awesome. I'm, they're coming on soon for sure. Who is this? Matt Schwartz and John, John Cider. Um, Rue Feinstein, maybe who you guys don't know as well, but. I knew him that one year. Um, yeah, yeah our, we should do some pods at, at Fantasy Camp. Yeah. We could do it. Right. We could make yeah, it. Yeah, that's great. a perfect time to be doing yeah. that. All right, well, we'll All see right. you guys then at Fantasy Camp. Jason, thank you. This was, Thanks uh, for having us, John. Thanks for having us, And for the love of Camp, I'm Jason Fogger. Good night, everybody.